In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, Palpocyclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative MBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Springtime tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine and More. Every bunny loves honey glazed carrots, a great side dish for your springtime celebration and a delicious compliment to a sweet, bright Moscato. Wine is made in virtually every country in the world, and I'm ready to give you a tour to find the right one. Serving lamb this season? Try it with a bold Cabernet from the trendy Paso Robles region. Whether you're hosting or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection this spring at Total Wine and More. Cheers! What up, Drink Champs Army? Before we get into this episode, we got a couple announcements to make. It's been one year that we've been podcasting, and we can't say enough how much we appreciate and thank you for all the love and support we've been getting from the Drink Champs Army, a.k.a. the Drink Champs family, and everybody that supports us. Whether you listen to the podcast, check us on YouTube, or check us on Revolt, or do all three, 
We really, really appreciate y'all. On behalf of myself, NORE, and the entire Drink Chance family, we can't say enough thank you, and we appreciate every single one of y'all. Please keep rocking with us, because we're going to keep rocking with y'all. Also, check out all the other projects we got coming out. Nori got new music dropping, Drunkle, this summer. The project's called Drunkle, and it's coming this summer with the new video, Relax, directed by Rich Blanco, produced by Hazardous Sounds. Relax is out now. Go check that video out all over your internets. Also, check out my new film, Coming Home Vietnam. It's the fourth film in the series Coming Home, where we explore global hip-hop. The film premieres tonight on Revolt TV, also on course Friday, March 24th, Saturday, March 25th, and Sunday, March 26th. That's Coming Home Vietnam, the fourth film in the Coming Home series. Make sure you check us at drinkchamps.com, and let's just, you know, get into this episode. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's going on, brother? Drink Champs Radio, Queens rapper. Hey, hang Sanguid, it's your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up, is DJ EFN. Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players in music and sports. You know what I mean? The most professional, unprofessional podcast and your number one source for drunk facts. This is Drinks Champ Radio, where every day is New Year's Eve. Let's go! What it could be, hopefully it's what it should be. It's your boy N-O-R-E. What up, it's DJ E-F-N. And this is Military Crazy Wall Radio. Make Psych. some noise! Slag down. Drink tap broadcast. You said Military Crazy Wall Radio. I did that on purpose. I thought somebody was say no. No, but it's, nobody it's the same thing. Yeah, so that's why make some noise. So we have, hands down, my favorite OG. Huh. A person that every time I call him, he responds. He doesn't. He's never been Hollywood. He's never played this Hollywood game. As he was coming here, I told all my friends. I said, "Listen." They said, "You know, I, I, you know what?" I said, "Ice gonna come, dolo, and walk up by himself." Absolutely, dolo. That's exactly who he is. He's been like that ever since I ever knew him, <laughs> and he continues to be the realest person. I, I strive every day to try to be like this man. Mm. When I'm you know, have that many get, uh, years in this game, I would like to be like this stop man. Stop it, stop it. Only and, stop. and if you don't have Twitter, you should get Twitter just to follow this man sure. at final level. He drops the daily game. Yes, I do. <laughs> every day. I'm always watching. I always respect it. And in case you guys do not know who is in the building right now, we got the legendary motherfucking Ice T in the building. Make some But this is that's one of the first questions I have, Ice, is because most people that is have the uh experience, have the years, and have the game. What would that light go? What happened to the light? Uh, experience shit's going years. on. They know Whoa, we in here. Going they know bad. Bad. Oh, got some shit's going bing, on. Bing. That looked like Whoa, a setup. Yeah. What the so, fuck's going on up in here? Most OGs in the game yes, that has sir. been in the game yes, sir. as long as you have are not social media savvy. Yeah. They're not on Instagram. They're not on Twitter. Yeah. They're not on these uh, uh, uh ways that their fans can actually hit you. Why did you feel that you embrace social media, in my opinion. Well, you know, when I when I when I first started, we used to have a fan clubs, mm. you know, and people would write in, and then we mm. would send them back stuff. And I had mm. a, my homie Shiny Sean ran the fan club, 
And it was very important to get my fans on board and to make them feel like they was part of whatever whatever my movement was. So when I got into it, I looked at it. I wasn't really into Facebook. I don't have a Facebook. Me neither. Because I, I... I'm 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 two sided with it, Nori. One mm-hmm. I like to let people know, but I'm very private too. Mm-hmm. And I know that social media is the number one tool of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm breaking the law anymore, but mm-hmm. you just giving giving a motherfucker so much information about mm-hmm. yourself. Right. And all the people that watch you on social media aren't necessarily your friends. Your enemies could be laying in the Absolutely. cut right mm-hmm. there too and pop up on your punk ass wherever the fuck you know. Mm-hmm. So you just like well, you, you really want to lead lead a nigga up to your front door. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know? Mm-hmm. So I, I got into Twitter and I liked how fast Twitter was. And I just got on there and I found a way that I could actually talk to my fans. And, mm-hmm. and, and some people, it was a cool feeling. Right. I mean, I block you, though. If you say anything <laughs> negative, right, right. I block you. I block yeah. with the quickness. I got a, I got a, a, a zero right. dumb fuck policy. Right. If you say anything to me that you would normally not say to me in the street, even a bad joke will get yeah. you blocked. Right. Like, right. I'm like, oh, you right. think we that much friends? Yeah. Block, nigga. Right. Exactly. You know, right. Now that I learned the mute button is better than the block. What, what, they got a mute? Wait, what is that? A mute button? Oh, mute is if somebody, <laughs> uh, you know, some dumb fucks talking to you, you hit mute and they don't know they block. So they keep on talking uh, and they just are talking to no one. Damn, ISIS <laughs> teaching us how to use Twitter. <laughs> so they don't, they don't get the, you know, some people, they like it. Oh, yeah, I got ice tea to block me. Bl- yeah, exactly. Like that's some type of badge of dumb fuck honor or right, some right, bullshit. Right. You right. So I just mute you. And right. then you think you're still talking to me, but no yeah. longer are you in Let's make some noise for drink chance learning about the mute, mute, mute. Okay, so now I want you to take me because um, a lot of OGs, we, they criticize this era. And now that they consider me an OG, yeah. I sort of criticize this era. But the realest era, a lot of people say the 90s, but the realest era was actually the era that took place before the 90s when you had the self-destruction, you had the to stop 80s. the violence, the late 80s. So I want you to describe to me that, like, what, what, first off, how, like, uh, in that same vein, yes, but... Sir. How, when you first got in the game, what year was that? Well, I started my my, my, my first record came out like night. Well, early eighty six. Eighty six. Mm. Yeah, yeah. My my first single was eighty two. Mm. So, God, but you know, I was you was in the mo- in breaking right. Yeah, yeah. yeah but but I made records with Melly Mel and all that kind of stuff wow. leading up to my first album. And you know. I believe that radio and, and hip-hop steers the bus to what music is. Mm. So at that time, the bus was aimed toward groups like Public Enemy, toward KRS-One. So as an artist, you knew they were in the studio. You knew Ice Cube was over here dropping some shit. You knew Ghetto Boys was coming. So you knew you could keep it gangster, but you had to have a political aspect to it. You just couldn't be just talking no nonsense. You had to come and break it down. So when you know, okay, Rakim's in the studio, you know who else is out there, mm. You had to bring the bar up to that, or attempt to, mm-hmm. attempt to, you know, uh, do your best. So there was a, a degree of difficulty and a degree, a degree of uh, respect you wanted along with being able to have a good record. Like, I didn't, people go like, yo, man, I didn't want people to say, yo, I like your beat. I like niggas to walk up to me and say, yo, Ice, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. For what? Oh, man, I was, you know, I was going up north. I was listening to you played yourself, you know. But now let me ask you, because I'm, I'm, um, 
So you came out before N.W.A. Yes. So you are technically the first gangster rapper well, ever. Not true. King I get, too as well, I give right? the credit to Schooly D. Oh, Schooly man. D. From okay. Philly. Yeah, Schooly okay. D. Because I was making my records and stuff, but I wasn't known. And I was in a club, and I heard uh, PSK. Mm. And it, it, this shit came on. You know, and I called it dust. Like, the music sounded like he was on Angel Dust. Like, <laughs> PSK, Has they making that green. Angel dust no, but I, I've been around the dust world. I've been, I, you know, I know what, I know what that is. Right, and right. I got some homies that stay dusted, and they were looking at you, looking at you crazy. Right. Like, are you, do you oh, like me, or are you about to stab me? Apologize to Puff, man. Yeah. We gotta replace them. Yeah, they got some bottles coming in. But continue, I'm sorry. So, Schooly D, so I read Search this record and they say that's PSK, that's Parkside Killers. That's that's a, that's a Philly gang. So he was singing about a gang called Parkside Killers. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, this is the vibe of that song. So when I went in to make six in the morning, I kind of used the vibe and the cadence. Okay, yeah, guys, guys, be a little bit more discreet. You guys been in the too long. Which is woke up to Christmas morning. All right, now, all right now, all right now. Now we looking like drink champs. That's so continue, Ice. I'm sorry. Yeah, so so I used the vibe and the cadences of PSK mm-hmm. to do my first song, which was would he say PSK making that green? I say six in the morning, morning. police yeah. at my door. So what's the never same? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. I never I mean, knew I didn't know that, but now it makes so I much sense. Okay, and, and, th- and then uh-huh. Cube said that Boys in the Hood is part two to six in the morning. Uh-huh. So six in the morning, police at my door. The boys in the hood are always hard. Uh-huh. You know, so everyone was riding that same kind of cadence and that, that smooth vibe. But then I, ta- I took Schooly D and I made it really graphic. We we had Uzis and hand grenades and because got pulled over and... I apologize for cutting you off, but what I'm trying to say is, even Schooly D, like, for people that know who Schooly D right. is, but he wasn't, like, a big figure. Right. So what made you say, I'm going to take this chance and stick with it? Because you did 6 in the morning, but you kept going. But see, the thing of it was, like, I wasn't no rapper. Like, I was in, I was in the streets for real, for real. And I just happened to get a chance to rap. So mm-hmm. I would try to rap like New York rappers and stuff. And my homies would be like, yo, niggas, say that shit you be saying. Because I used to make gang raps. Mm. I used to make raps like, we do a gang rap like this. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, strolling through the city in the middle of the night. Niggas on my left and niggas on my right. Yelling, cut, 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 rip. To every nigga I see. Now, if you bad enough, come fuck with me. Mm. I seen another nigga. I say, crip again. He say, fuck a crip, nigga. This is Bram. So we pulled out the Roscoe. Roscoe said, crack. I look again. Nigga was shooting back. So we <laughs> fell to the ground. Aimed for his head. One more shot, the nigga was dead. We walked mm. over to him, took his gun, spit in his face, and began to run. So if you see another nigga laying dead in the street in a puddle of blood from his head to his feet, I hope it's time all you bitch-ass niggas get hit with this fucker brim. Nigga, this West Side rolling 60 cup Ooh. real. That's gangster rap. Now, 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 wait, what year was that you wrote that? That was in high school. That was before oh, I ever shit. heard of that. <laughs> Yo, hold yes. on. Yes. Yeah, let me tell you okay. something. Right now, 
When you go to LA, the most famous gang Rolling is the Rolling Six. Yeah, they went. That's, that's Crenshaw Hustle, High School. Six, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Who? Nipsey Hussle. Yes, he's from yeah, Six. Right. But I'm I'm from I'm from back in the day with Nelsy and, right. and, and, and Keita Rock. Yeah, and, before my time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Janelle, right, right. you know, right. big. But anyway, right. but I mean, see, I went to Crenshaw, so Crenshaw no, had sixties Hoover, Harlem. A Trey Gangsters. Harlem? Harlem, Harlem, Harlem is 30s. Yeah. Okay. Harlem is the 30s. Mm. They, that's so, from, they named that from New York? Or yes. Mm. Okay. So the Harlem Crips, Rolling 60s, A Trey Gangsters, ETGs. Yeah. Right. Uh, they Then you have have um, Hoovers, yeah. you know, and that, that's basically that, that's that, that, you chill. that center I, of South I Central. Chill, yeah, yeah, I but anyway, anyway, nephew, man. so the gangster rap <laughs> comes from really rapping about gangster shit. Right. So my homies was like, yo, nigga, talk about that shit we do. But that's what I'm, I'm, I'm I apologize. But the, the point I'm trying to make is because one, us on the East Coast, yeah. we had only heard, like us on the East Coast, we were Public Enemy fans. Mm-hmm. We were uh, fans of, you know, Karis, one, mm-hmm. who people we knew were gangsters, mm-hmm. but they were preaching. Right. So when the West Coast, the first time we heard the West Coast, like, you made me scared to yeah. go to the West Coast. Like, yeah. I was shook, like, what the fuck? I don't want to go the there. preaching when straight <laughs> to the street. I don't, don't want to go there. Yeah, like, yeah, I swear to God. I was like, I used to listen to your shit as a kid. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to go there. Like, yeah. whatever you were talking about. You, yeah. and, but what made you say that? Because I, I don't want to call it gangster rap. Just it was so reality rap. Reality rap yeah. is what at I that point. To say. Because so, it wasn't, and it wasn't really reality because it wasn't every Everyone's reality it was just my reality. That's why I'm saying, what made you say, I'm gonna put this reality rap on the forefront and the world is gonna gravitate? I had no I fucking idea. So you didn't have oh, No, I just, I, just, I just had to rap for the cats in my neighborhood. Mm. Now, the people in my neighborhood, that's what you got. You know, you hitting the stage. They like, nigga, say our set. Nigga, rep, rep 111. Nigga, when you up there, ice, because, you know. Then I had like diplomatic immunity because I was fucking with bounty hunters. I was fucking with Zanets boys. I was fucking with Athens Park boys. I was fucking with lots of gangs. So I was, I came out with the West Coast on my back right. all the gangs right. so I wasn't wearing a color niggas was, niggas was always like well Ice is from 60s Ice is from H where's Ice Ice is from no nigga Ice is from uh, Bloodstone Villains because they see me over there right. chasing chicks and back yeah. then they said that Bloods was light skin and dark skin people were crips that was well, a, a, a stereotype <laughs> nah 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 That's really really Bloods back are, then. Bloods are brims what does Brim mean? Brim, Brim, that's the real gang. The real mm. gang were Crips and the Brims. A Crip refers to you as cuz. A Brim refers to you as blood. Anything that's not a Crip is a blood. A, so, so, so everything else. Like if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, I'm seven four five nine Crip from a trade Crip. Everything says Crip at the end. Right. Inglewood family. That's a blood gang. Pyru. That's a blood gang. They're not Pyru bloods. They're just Pyru. Uh, Athen Park boys. That's a blood gang. Mm, Van S boys. Crips. Yeah, if you're not a Crip, you're a blood. By Automatic. default. Right, right. Wow. By default. Because in there, that's where you're from. That's what right. you are. Well, right. there's, there's more Crips than bloods. Right. right. Yeah, so. in, in Cali. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. so back to this rap music. Yeah. So I'm in this. I'm in this world, right? So I have to make a music that those people will relate to. So without claiming a set, because right. you'll notice no one claimed a set till after 92, until after the truce. Even right. Snoop wasn't wearing all that blue. He was kind of right. like, because it was real. Right. You dig? So everybody, I was trying to just kind of like let niggas know what, you know, like like Ice Cube said, we're going to let niggas know where we from. Right. Because New York was so powerful, mm. we had to say, well, look, 
that's great, but this is where we from. Right. And we had to rap about our life. And uh, I didn't know I was hot until I got a call from uh, from from uh, San Francisco. And the Fillmore West wanted me to perform up there in, in the Bay. And, and that's not Fillmore Slim. Fillmore no, West that's is Fillmore Slim. West is, is, is the arena. The venue. Oh, okay. The venue. <laughs> Damn. I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking about the pimp. I'm thinking about the pimp. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, know, yeah, you know, I'm getting to your pimp shit, too. I'm going there. I'm going there. But continue. So we get, I get the call. They ask me what I do a show up there. I'm like, I'm not popping in L.A. like that. You know, I'm a, I'm a nigga with a sh- record out. And then so San like, Diego's still considered mm-hmm. L.A.? You said San Diego? San no, San no, San Francisco. San Francisco. The Bay. That's the Bay. That's the Bay. The Bay. That's, the Bay. that's a whole nother yeah. world. Oh, okay. okay. But so that's not L.A. E-40, all them yeah, shit. That's, uh, yeah, that's, right. that's, that's fucking seven hours away. Up okay. So, so I'm like... North Cali. So you're saying you're not popping there. Why would you go there? I wasn't popping in L.A. Like, right. Oh, I, I get what you're saying. I, okay. You know, like, the, how many niggas in New York got records out right now, but are they popping? You right. know what I'm saying? Exactly. So my record was out. Right. I wasn't the shit in L.A. I was just right. a nigga trying to make it, right? But they wanted me up there. Right. So I'm like, really? They like, yeah, just tell us you'll do the show. Uh-huh. I sold the show out. So they call me right. back. They go, that show's sold out. I'm like, Really? Right. So in other words, I was hotter in Frisco than I was in my hometown. And you knew what a sold-out show meant at that oh, time? Oh, yeah. They okay. said, no more tickets. They said, would you do another show? <laughs> <laughs> they said, would you, they said, would you do another back-to-back back show? show? Uh-huh. I did back-to-back shows in the Fillmore, sold out on one song, 6 in the morning, whatever other bullshit I had to do. And I was like, yo, this shit could be really big. Like, this is real. Now... I'm not really making no money with this. I'm still in the street. I'm making money doing other things and stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm at that point where I, you know, that dilemma that street niggas run into where they want to get. But I always, I always wanted out of the game. I didn't, I never, I, I didn't really like it. I just did it as survival. One of the reasons I don't drink, like I'm an orphan. I have no mother. I have no father. I have no sister. So that's really true. I, heard, I read that you was an orphan. I I'm thought orphan. I thought that was something. All right, go ahead, yeah. continue. So I, I always felt liquor or weed or drugs would compromise my position. It would put me in a position that if I hit the ground, there's nobody to come get me. Mm-hmm. You dig? Yeah. So I just got to stay on my toes. You dig? So I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in, a, I'm in, I'm in a water. It's full of sharks, mm-hmm. and I got to stay on my toes. You uh-huh. dig? So. That's, that's um, deep. That's deep. So that's one of the reasons. But just in case you are right right now, Ice, if you want to take a shot of anything, yeah, we got right, your back. We gonna right come here. get you, goddamn it! Come get you, baby. Hey, that's been all your life. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been like, I was a designated driver before there was a term for it. Because <laughs> that's what I'm. That's, that's about to ask. So, so you mean even as a child growing up in the gang culture? And, and I remember, I remember there was. That, like, and, and the West Coast was the people who kind of introduced us. A lot of people yeah. uh, credit Wu Tang for that, yeah. but it was it, the, the term Sherm had yeah. is, a, is yeah. a West Coast term. Yeah, it's the cigarette, the Sherm. That we yeah, put the PCP on. So no. you've never got high, not once. Nah, I didn't. I mean, wow. I was, I was disciplined. In, I've been contact high because I've been in rooms full of niggas <laughs> right, and studios. Right, right. But when I was younger, this one cat I remember, I might have been maybe. 15 or younger, mm-hmm. and some guy was like, yo, hit the weed, you right. know, and I'm like, I don't want to hit the weed. He said, you was a bitch if you don't hit the weed. Right. I said, well, I'm a bitch, make me hit it. Right. Uh, uh, right. Uh, he go, why are you tripping? Why are you uh, tripping? Right. So now that I he I stood my ground, the next person tried to get me high. He go, he don't get high uh, because if he couldn't make me do it, right. No one else. Right, right. So I just became the sober cat and the click. Then uh, when I got into the real gangster shit, as it got more escalated, whenever I would walk into a room and there would be a bunch of people, the one person that didn't get high, that was the cat I keep my eye on. Mm. 
you dig? Because I know he probably He's got scheming that thing. On something. No, he right. got that thing on him. And he right. wonders, that's his job. Watch the door. <laughs> right. You know, if you guys have security, do you let your security get high? Yeah, no. So do you got to think about it right. like that. I don't have security. Mm. You mm. feel me? So now, why ice? I always want Ask to. me, baby. That's yeah. why I'm here. Come on, Jim Trads. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to be honest, Ice. Okay. I can't wait to hire security. <laughs> <laughs> like, but why? Like, for years, you just be you. Like, I, I mean, I remember one time I was shooting a movie. I did not know what I was doing. Yeah. I did not know what I was doing. Yeah. I told you to come somewhere at 4.30. Yeah. You got there at 4 o'clock, and you ain't complaining. You stood there. Oh, I'm a fan of you, Nori. I'm uh, a fan. Let's make some noise. Let's make some noise. Capone and Noriega, like... Yeah, Capone was supposed to be here. Niggas that make that type of music, we know who is official. I can listen to you. I can listen to Mob Deep. I can listen to different records. M.O.P. M.O.P. I love... You know, if I'm going political, I like dead presidents. I like... like dead presidents. I know who... And I can... I can weed through the phony niggas, too. I'm like... How many bricks you sold, nigga? You're only 16. Like, really? Like, that's not a possibility. It didn't happen like that. The math doesn't add up. Yeah, yeah, the math doesn't add up. Like, you know, how many you shot? How many? So I kind of like, I was, I'm a fan. So that, that comes into play. And then also, like I say, all I have is my word. And I'm not, see, I'm the kind of person, I have people that work for me. Right. So if I can't be on point, how do I expect them to be on point? Mm. So I have to I have to set that example. So I don't like being late. I like to stand on my word. I mean, you are gonna show up late to a drive by? If niggas say we leaving at six, <laughs> nigga, you got to be there. You can't be showing up late. So these numbers are important. You gotta do your numbers. Wait, but as a person who don't, who don't smoke and don't get high, yeah. is do you take life too serious? Do you think you take life too serious? A lot of Not people who do that. Not do at that. all. I mean, I. I I enjoy life. I see it for what it is. I made it this far. I'm 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 just a more laid back person. I'm just a cool person. Right. You know, I, I'm not. I don't like to brag. I don't talk about myself that like in that. If you don't ask the question, I won't right. tell you. Right. You know, people say, well, damn, you so cool. I'm like, well, how you get named Ice, nigga? Like, right. really? You know, Ice right. is, everybody wants to be Ice in the hood. You know right. what I'm saying? That's a great name. That's a very, you know, people are like, damn, you, you could be Ice. Can you be, you know, so they get, like Bishop Juan said, nigga, you got that name. Niggas can't take that name mm. from you. You dig I'm what I'm saying? I'm glad you went there. Yeah. That's exactly what I You can't take going. that name from me. So, you know, I, can a nigga named Ice be real ag all the time and excited and uptight and shit? That doesn't work. Because you set off, in my opinion, when, when, uh, East Coast, we had gangster rap, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't reality rap. It no, wasn't. You guys had mob style. We had, no, mob style didn't come up before you did. No, but after it. Okay, I mean, no, I, but this, this trust me, I know every gangster. So, yeah, yeah. so this, you know, so here's the thing. So you, them so so you, like when when I think of West Coast, when I think of gangster rap, right? Your name is one of the first, if yeah. not the first, yeah, right? Yeah. And and you and you you coined that. So then everybody else kind of gravitated because I believe NWA came out. Okay, after you. but the word gangster rap wasn't out with me. The word gangster rap came out NWA. With Q- yes, because Cube and, and straight out of Compton, he says from a gang called Niggas with Attitudes. He didn't mm. say from a group. He said mm. from a gang. So he represented his. Click as a gang, mm-hmm. and 
than than the press coined gangster rap. Right. They didn't have a name until they gave it that name. But I was, but that's why after they did that, I said, well, if it's that's gangster rap, then I'm the then original gangster. Yeah. No, you are. So, so that's when it went backwards. Okay, if that's now gangster rap, well, then I'm the so old, now original gangster. You flipped everybody's wig at one point. At one point, we're sitting back and we see this. Bishop Don Juan. <laughs> pimps up. We see these pimps up movies. We see ice. Iceberg slips. Your shit is slide, down, and pull to the side. Magnetic rolling. And, and the way you did it, and the way you spoke, we knew that you weren't fronting. That is We real. knew that you were real, and how the pimps accepted you. But now, was that a life prior to your gang banging? Well, well, thing of it was is. I was on the streets hustling, so I, I didn't sell. I tried to sell coke once, but then everybody took the money and ran off. Like uh, I gave, I I, 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 co- I I gave it out to my friends, and they all came back short. So, <laughs> so now what am I supposed to do? Kill my friends? So what I had left, I was just able to make the money that I invested back. I said, like, I can't do this no more. But then when I was in the Wait, army, every one of them came short. Every one. All niggas had stories. Like I'm like yo. How am I going? I have rent to pay. I think niggas understand this. You know, you give out the dope to your friend, and he comes back with a story, not the real money. I'm like, I can't do this because now I'm supposed to enforce, but I can't. It's my buddy. So I got out of that. I tried. I tried. I tried. I bought. I bought. I had some weight. Exactly. Invested my money, but it didn't work like that. So you know, I was more. We was more basically jewelry store robbers. We was robbing jewelry stores, doing things of that nature. But when I was in the Army, I got connected to a pimp named Machel. Mm. And Machel... I used to go hang out at his house, and he said, you cut for this game, nigga. You got them light eyes. You're not too much turned on by these females. Wait, this is a pimp in the Army. Yeah, it's a pimp. No, 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 no. My buddies, my buddy in the Army, his girlfriend's sister was a hoe, a prostitute. So so when his girlfriend— niggas in the Army? Oh, no, Hawaii is like open season, you know, because you have all that military. Well, you in the Army in Hawaii? Yeah, I was in the Army. Space I was in the Army. I'm going to I was a ranger, so right. I, I, damn I, a ranger. Yeah, so I'm you a ranger. Oh, nigga from shit. down the block. Yeah. Okay. No, that's serious. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my boy Spicer, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like using names because I don't know where these niggas are at this moment. He might be working for IBM. I might be getting fired. <laughs> right, or some right, shit. Right, right, but yeah. my boy Spicer, his girl. Was was her sister? So Spice so like, yeah, we gonna go to this party this weekend, blah blah blah. We would go over there, and it was my man Major's house full of hoes. Uh-huh. So he would look at me, be like, yo, man. And when you say hoes, you mean working prostitutes? Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. You know, working girls, prostitutes, yeah. and and they would work in on the island of Oahu. You've got you have Oahu. navy. You have Navy, you have a Marines there, yeah. and you have Army. And it, and those guys only have a weekend. They don't have a lot of time to create a relationship. Right. So, and then you have a lot of uh, tourists there. So Are you saying the U.S. government sent y'all hoes? Well, I'm just saying prostitution is accepted in certain places to keep it everything. It's always been in the military yeah, environment. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a yeah. lot of guys on that island, right? right? So kind of like it was a good place to get your pimping. Mm. So I'm over there, and homeboy was just like, yo, you cut for this and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, but I'm in the service. And so then when I got home, we was... We was when we would rob and shit. We had girls. We was working plastic like these niggas talking about. They did sliding credit cards. That's an old game. Uh, That's an old game. Niggas was uh, getting the microfilm 
and we were making the credit cards and we had the, the military IDs. Mm. We were printing them and shit. We've been doing that shit for years. That's nothing new, this new credit card game. Now they got a chip. Right. Okay, new game. You got to figure that one out, motherfucker. They got <laughs> uh, a chip for your punk ass. You ain't sliding uh, shit no more. Uh, you know how to take the credit card sticking yeah. in? That, so all these niggas is going to lose their Gucci belts. And all <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I'm in that. So we, we, we would always keep females in our clique and stuff. So eventually I start reading this Iceberg Slim shit and mm, I decided I, I wanted to pimp on the bitch, you know. So my girls was trying to run. They was trying they looking for they was trying to escape. I remember I had this one chick named Mary. So I'm try, I'm trying to, you know, get her out there like let's go get this money and shit like that. And she ran to one of my partners like, "Ice is pimping on me. He's pimping like that." And then he uh, come tell me the bitch choosing. I'm like, "She ain't choosing, nigga. You a rest uh, haven for hoes." You know? <laughs> <laughs> she trying to get away from this pimping I'm trying to put on. But I was close enough. I mean, pimping is not very difficult to do. All you just need is a girl that's willing to sit and, and hustle. I wasn't no big time pimp like, uh, right. you know, Bishop in them. Right. But, you know, I mean, every other nigga probably done sent the bitch before. I mean, just right. sending a girl to perform the act of prostitution and bring you the money. Okay, that's what right. pimping is. Right. All right. So I dabbled in all types of levels of the game. But I was no knockdown, drag out pimp with a catalog. Let me, let me tell you it's something. It's very difficult. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I watched Pimps Up Hoes Down. I watched a couple of other movies. And for a week, I thought I was a pimp. <laughs> I think this is my wife. This story might get shut down early. Yeah. Yeah, that's my wife, Lucky. She's here. But yeah. So what happened was, let me get the story out here. Oh, oh, I got some green. <laughs> I got so some what happened was, mistaken pimp story. Um, um, Bishop Donwall comes to um, the hood lab, gives me my cup, and says, "You, we one of the famous players of the year award." Right. So I'm like, I don't know, because I, I get why he's giving me the famous player of the yeah, year award, but I know I'm not a pimp. Like right, I, right, I right, clearly right. knew that. So. I go, look, you sleeping, hi. So I go, and I walk into this club, and I said, bitch, choose. <laughs> I don't know why I said this, and the bitch said, yeah, I choose you. And all of them, Pimp Juju, Good Game, all of them came to me and said, nigga, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. And, and it's, it's true. But how does that, how does a person get into pimping? I mean, basically, you got to find a, a female that's, like hoes are hoes without actually without a pimp. Right. You know, every girl knows a girl that thinks that they can use that as a method of operating. We used to call the strip club the indoor track. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So Wait, it's the indoor, indoor track. track. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like they're not actually prostitutes, but uh -huh. they're working inside of an element. But it's still the anytime you're actually giving somebody some type of sexual um, favor of any kind for money that you don't like them. Mm. You're prostituting yourself. Mm. Even a woman who's going out to dinner with a guy for a pair of shoes and stuff like that, she's actually prostituting mm -hmm. herself. Mm. Even in this business, sometimes they ask us to do shit, not even sexually, and you be like, damn, man, I feel like I'm, I'm giving up myself right. for the money. You understand? But. Right. I mean, it, I mean, how do you get into any game? You know, right. you, 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 you desire it, you want it, and then you got to find willing participants, you know? So I had these girls that were thieves and stuff, and I was trying to turn <laughs> them out into being hoes, but they was like, they were resisting and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had, I had some crazy stories. One story I told in one of the movies was uh, <clears throat> me and my partner, uh, Gary Burnett, we, uh, 
we knocking bras, so they was hoes from up north and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we got on our shit, and we in there pimping. Now, when you say up north, you talking about up north the of Bay Cali. Area? Okay, okay. But these bitches was real prostitutes, right? right? So we want to be pimps. We trying to get our and shit. they had more game than y'all. At, well, we figured <laughs> and that the out. Man. For it. <laughs> so we put we yeah. So we sent the broad. So we like so Gary sent the broad to the casino. He riding behind her in the car trying to. Watch the bitch and the dude in the car <laughs> sees it, starts whooping the bitch ass like you got a nigga following me. Threw her out the out the motherfucking car. Uh. She get in the car like nigga, how long have you been doing this? Like for <laughs> real, like I don't know. So that night they get back to the hotel. Niggas go to sleep. They wake up the next day, stole his car. Mm. See, the, the hoes the hose was smarter than the players in that situation. Mm. So pimping is difficult, and and I don't. Like, a lot of stuff that I've been through in my life, I don't promote it to, as something to do. I just say it was something that I've been through. I'm not here to promote anything. All all crime and all hustles are negative at the base of them, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, at the moment, you, you ever see Fargo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, well, I quote that line. It seemed like the right thing to do at the right time. time yeah. You know, in my circumstances, what was around me, drug dealers, killers, gangsters, I thought, well, shit, since I'm flying, I got long hair, maybe I should be fucking with these girls. Mm. But I, I didn't make no fortune off of that. I made most of my money robbing jewelry stores. Mm. That make was- some noise for robbing jewelry stores. <laughs> That's what we did, an occasional bank. But, so, but that's what that's what my clip was done. Occasional bank. We gonna get to them bank stories. <laughs> hey, Dream Champs Army! Make sure you let your friends and family know which podcast you're listening to by hashtagging Tripod. That's hashtag T R Y P O D. Let them know you listen to Drink Champs and whatever else you're listening to out there. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot. And every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. 
Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We're back to Drink Champs Radio with rapper N-O-R-E and DJ E-F-N. Now, I heard a story of you and Benzino having conflict. Yeah. Benzino actually being on the West Coast and... Benzino's described it as you having 200 different gang members with you. He said you could have actually killed him there. Yeah. And you walked over. No, uh, I'm not. He walked over to you well, and y'all the squashed thing, The thing of it is, is killing people is not that simple. I mean, you carry that with you forever. So mm. you can't just, you know, a lot of times, you know. So what was the beef even over? Dispatch a nigga and you just choose not to. Do you want to sleep with that on your head? That's not mm. my thing. Mm. You know, I'm, I'll, I'll protect myself, but I'm not a... I, I'm not right. going to attack a person. So right. um, what happened was back during the cop killer days. Because you both had cop killer songs, right? correct? But, but we sold? were both on Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. And he was go. with a group called Mighty RSO. Almighty oh, RSO. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened was when I pulled out for Warner Brothers because the president was after me and shit got hot and I ended up pop pulling, the Source magazine came out and said, Ice is a coward. He gave in. I'm like, how am I a coward? The president of the United States is asking me. This is real shit. Wait, 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 wait. Come on. Wait up. Wait up. You just said bad shit on the time So you just said, wait, wait, wait. Damn. You just said the cop killer record. Yeah, got hot. And then, and then 
the president? Who, who yeah, was president it? Bush? Bush, son of a Bush. Yeah. Was on, son of a Bush. <laughs> yeah. Papa Bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Bush was on my ass, and so was Dan Quayle. And they what they say to you? What they say? They was after me. They was like they was after you before pocketing them. Yeah, they okay. was they they wanted my head. They yeah, wanted it was to huge try. They, uh, Ali North wanted to try me for sedition, which is punishable by death. They was yeah. on my bumper. Yeah. Yeah, they was on my bumper for this song, Cock yeah. This was a major was situation. Yeah, it was big. So, you know, we pulled the record uh, off of Warner, and all the rap niggas had something to say about it. Like, oh, niggas, you know, giving in. Now, Chuck D stood his ground and said, look, if y'all ain't in the war, you shouldn't comment on the battles. You don't know what's going on. This shit is real, real. Secret Service pulled my daughter out of school and asked her, was I connected to paramilitary organs? They wanted to see if I was really a threat. See, this is, Nori, this is the problem. When the president says your name, the deepest background check of your life happens instantly. They know everything from your shoe size to your mother's blood type. Why? Because this next question could be, what do we know about him? They can't be he's a rapper. All right. All they right. like this is this, this is this, this is this, this is it happens instantly. So when that happens to you, you feel it. Right. So long story short, I'm going through this bullshit. So RSO, Benzino and them come out and make some statement. Your eyes tease a sucker because he pulled and because he pulled that cost. What, what us. do you mean pulled? I don't understand. He pulled the record. I pulled the record. Cop Killer was on on the first Body Count album. Okay. I pulled Cop Killer off and put a record called Freedom of Speech. Okay. I did it because I didn't want them to pigeonhole me and end my career mm-hmm. right there. I got a lot of other shit I need to say. Mm-hmm. It's not just about this one song. They were trying to take a nigga out. New Jack City 2 didn't happen because of that record. Wow. All kinds of shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Dude, when I say they was on my shit. Oh, it I was on my, it was it. like they say it was bigger than rap. Right, go ahead. So, Benzino or whoever, whatever spokesperson made this comment. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I was I was I was under siege at that point. I didn't need no rap niggas popping off like, mm-hmm. oh, this nigga this that and the third. I'm like, nigga, you don't really even know what's going on, right? right? So, of course, niggas in my circle. We knew who our enemies were. We always keep niggas abreast of who's out there. So they popped up on our charts. Like, okay, right. these niggas are so is popping off about ice. Woo woo. This niggas pop. You know, we know who's, you know, who might not be a, a, a friend. So we were at a, an event and uh, there they were. Mm-hmm. And there I was. Mm-hmm. And niggas seen them before me. Niggas like, yo, ain't that them niggas? Mm-hmm. And uh, I want pre-internet. Yeah, and I, he saw 200 niggas. I mean, I don't know how many niggas I had, but I was, I had the whole West Coast with me, That's right? What he said. You know what I'm saying? He said you had the whole West I Coast. I had the whole West Coast with me, so I just walked up on him. I'm like, yo, man, whatever you niggas think I said or did, it's, it's all this rah rahs uncalled for, man. I did what I had to do, and it didn't affect y'all. Just right. all it is. Yeah, well, and they kind of like, Reneged, yeah, yeah. We was mad. We was hot. It was an interview. Da 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 da. There was really no beef. It was just yeah. a miscommunication. No, he, said he said that. It was a miscommunication. Y'all had to speak, right. and that's what real yeah. men do. Yeah, that's what right. real men do. So you know that was it. And but I, I, but I want you to describe this cop killer record because you single handedly made the world pay attention to rap by this cop killer record. Now and it now, wasn't even rap. Now, rap record. wasn't even rap. Now now. It's a record that these young brothers would love to praise. Mm-hmm. But what made what 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 made you even think about making a, great a pop question. killer record? 
We were in the studio making, you know, body count, and uh, I was singing a song by a group called The Talking Heads called Psycho Killer. It goes, Psycho Killer, Sister C. So I'm, I'm singing that, and my drummer, Beatmaster V, rest in peace, goes, we need a cop killer right now. What? Wait, 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 wait. Is that the blue? Y'all ain't had no beef with police. No, we had no. We oh, weren't living always. in L.A. Okay. Police is popping people. Yo, this is pre-Rodney King. You know, we know what the cops is doing. Before Rodney King. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So my nigga's like, yo, you know, Vic was right on the front line. So he like, yo, man, we need a cop killer. You know, the cops rolled up on such and such. They shot him. They they dragged his baby moms. You know, this low shit. Mm-hmm. And so I started thinking about it. And I said, yeah, what if somebody snapped and just went on one after the cops based on police brutality? Mm-hmm. And that's what the hook is. Cop killer is better you than me. Cop killer, fuck police brutality. Mm-hmm. Cop killer, I know your family's grieving. Fuck them. Cop killer, tonight we get even. And mm-hmm. so it's, it was more about this guy who lost his mind based around police brutality, mm-hmm. which just recently happened now. People actually have started taking off on the cops. It took a little while, but I predicted it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't promoting it. I just I I was singing the third, you know, the first person. I become different people in my records. That's just part of the art, you know. I could sing it's like if I was a heroin addict and I'd never been on it, but I can sing and act like it and give mm-hmm. you the Im- imagery of it. You dig? Now, so now you, but that scrutiny. It started from the president? The president said your name? Well, it started with the fraternal order of police out of uh, Dallas, t- uh, Austin, Texas. That sounds scary. They came after me. <laughs> because during this time— they t- said you couldn't perform it? No, they just said that Warner Brothers put out this inflammatory record, and they should be banned and boycotted. And then Charlton Heston came out, and, and they just went on one. Because at the time, the cops were under siege for doing the same shit they doing now. Mm-hmm. This was back then. Mm-hmm. So— the best way to take the heat off them is to attack somebody else. So they picked mm. me, kind of like the Willie Horton thing. They picked me as a target. And so they came down. Like, dude, I'm sitting at the house. Let me date myself. We were playing Techno Bowl. Oh, that is Remember awesome. that? So I'm playing Techno Bowl, and nigga comes, one of my homies, like, yo, Ice is on TV right now. The president is talking shit about you, son. So we like, what? Yo, really? For real? We like this, so we changed the channel. It's kind of big. And it's, it's Dan Quayle, the vice president, and Ice T. Niggas was like this. You ever did one of them oh shits? Like, oh shit. Like, oh shit. Like, oh shit. Like, and we knew. This was big. Treating you like Al-Qaeda and shit. Yeah, and it, and then it just started to happen. You know, you could feel them. You know, that I got tax audited three times in the two-year period. Uh, I had ice cream trucks sitting in front of my house in the middle of the winter. You know, they all, all Because wow. they had to really figure out, was I trying to call people to arms? Which, which I wasn't. It was right. just a record. Right. It, was, it, was, it was just a protest song. Right. So, you know, I lived through that, and... um. I found out who my friends were. You know, they don't care about hip-hop. Hip-hop can back you, but when hip-hop backs you, hip-hop is one big nigga. Just, it's just one nigga. I don't give a fuck how many rappers come to your aid. That's just one nigga. You need someone outside of hip-hop to back you. If you get in trouble, mm. all the rap can band together. We are all just one <laughs> nigga. You need maybe Quincy Jones to come out, you know, uh, who's not considered a nigga. Or, uh, you know, somebody. Pharrell. But, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling Pharrell. I, I 
Pharrell, Pharrell might still be considered a nigga. Nah, Pharrell ain't no nigga, my nigga. But go ahead, go ahead. But no, that's what they'll do. They'll do they'll, 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 when he come, if he came out the same, they'll go, well, you know, he's a rapper, and they'll throw him in there right. with the yeah, rest. He's a nigga now. Yeah, he's a nigga now. Yeah, you need yeah. someone outside, you know, Martin Scorsese yeah. or someone to come and back you. Quentin Tarantino in the back you. Yeah. Well, he's, he'll a, do it. he's a nigga he'll now. Do it. He's a nigga now. <laughs> he's a nigga now. He went up against the cop. Yeah, yeah, he's a, so, like so you need ahead. someone who's unexpected to back you. So anyway, I took the heat and you know I wrote it out like you know I didn't bring anybody else into it. I didn't say hey this other rap group or this rock group. I just. Mm-hmm. Handled it myself the way I've been, you know. I was raised by G's, and I I, I still adhere to that code. You know, right. mm. that's your drama. You deal with it. Right. You dig. So I dealt with it, and you know. I, and if it, it was wasn't, cause, I mean, if it was you, then Uncle Luke. Yeah. Because if you first, then Uncle Luke, right? Then Uncle Luke, then Death Row. Then Death Row. Mm. They, they well, not, NWO dealt with, NWA dealt with it, too. Yeah, they yeah, dealt well, with I, it, too. He was the first. Right, yeah, right, but I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, they uh, dealt with Fuck along the, the Police. Line. You're yeah, right, yeah. right. Luke got hit. NWA, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was NWA. Fuck the Police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got, they got, yeah. The president was on them for FBI. Yeah, yeah, FBI. FBI was. He started that. Yeah, but then when they dropped Death Row with Ted Turner because they were concerned. It was a ripple effect. Dionne Warwick was involved and all these people. Yeah, and did you see Dolores Tucker? Let me, let me, let me give you a jewel, though. It's not hip-hop that they were afraid of. They were afraid the fact that white kids were getting this information. It's like, as long as you sing to the hood, no one really cares because they already say we one big nigga. But once we express it and they see their little daughters is walking around, fuck the police and cock killer, and then now you're infecting the rest of the world, and that's when you become a threat. Right. So that's when when they saw me have you know thousands of white kids yelling "fuck police" with me, mm-hmm. they were like, "We got to deal with this cat, right? Because mm-hmm. he's he's infecting." That's why one of my albums was called "Home Invasion" because it was me saying, "Yo, we've invaded your kids. You know, we're in there." Ah, right. so. You got a, pers- a different perspective on cops now that you play one. I mean, wait, wait, wait! You skip it. Come on, I'm gonna have to ask you to relax. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going there, Charlie. I got, I got, I got a message to my man. Yes, yeah. hold on. Let's yeah. stay. stay. Great interview. Great. Let, let's stay. Hey, Drake Champs is, is, is for real. Get my interview, Charlie. Nori can interview. That, yeah, I respect yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. I like good because, questions. You know yeah. how you do an interview and the niggas ask you dumb questions. You like, like right. no, 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 I'm a hip hop fan. Yeah. So when, well, how long you been in the NBA? What the fuck are you talking about? So now, after Cop Killer, yeah, one of my favorite records of all time. Still to this day is created. I still want to create. I actually think I created this record over, but I didn't do it justice. You did. And it yeah. goes. I am a. If y'all know the record, if y'all real hip hop. Nightmare. Hold on, no, open another yeah. bottle. We already got bottles open. Come over here. Come over. You're the barber. Relax. <laughs> relax. 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 That's my new relax. shit right there. Relax. relax. I want everybody, if you real hip hop, to sing along. Help me sing along, Ice. I am a nightmare walking, psychopath talking, king of my jungle, just a gangster walking. Yo, that shit. Yo, from when. Um, what was the movie? Let me let me. Did you write it before? Was that was that inspired by the movie or before the movie? Did you already know your story? To go let, let, let me take it to where we was going, to where I was going. I had heard of California at this time. What what, what year was Colors? Can you Google it? Has I want to be? That's gotta be like ninety two, no? Ninety three, I think. Nah, I think it's ninety two. I think it's ninety two. You got. But I had heard of California. We had we had we had we had you know. Damn, we're all off. We got visions of California. 
But this is the first time, in my opinion, mm-hmm. this is the original California love. Mm-hmm. Colors. Yeah. And when I heard that, when I seen the movie, I had no idea. That was popping off, right? What the fuck was going on on the West Coast? Ooh. All I used to see was beaches. Right. Yeah. And I had no idea you could get killed in California <laughs> until... Colors, kid. Like, I had, I knew about Cop Killer, right, but right. I was just like, I didn't know. Yeah, well, Colors was before Cop Killer. Yeah, yeah, before. Colors was. Colors like, before Cop I thought yeah. Cop Killer no, came no, out no, first. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Okay. We just in the 80s, yeah. Yeah, so, Colors, okay. what happened with Colors was they was doing this movie called Colors. Dennis Hopper was directing it. And apparently, they, it was going to be a Warner Brothers film. And due to the fact it was a Warner Brothers film, I was the first rapper signed to Warner Brothers. So they're going to, of course, look at my music first. So they had, they wanted to use a song I did called Squeeze the Trigger off my first album. And, but the movie was already done? Yeah, the movie's done. Okay, go ahead. So they got the, they got the, uh, they, they got this scene with Don Cheadle in it, you know, Rocket. He was listening to my song. That's right, he's Rocket. So I'm like, well, let me. If you want to, if you want to use my song, let me see the movie. That's what I was just about right. to ask you, Dan. So I got to see the movie. So I'm looking at the movie. I'm like, okay, there's some wrong shit in it because at the time the blacks wasn't fighting the Mexicans. Right. You know, there was some other stuff. But I'm like, it still kind of gives you an overall. You know, the most real shit is when you see the the uh, the, the, the tank in, in the county with the 3800 and the mm. Crips and the Bloods across with the fence. Oh, uh, in jail. Yeah, that was a powerful but, yeah. scene. But they never let that many niggas out at the same right. time. But wait, 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 wait. <laughs> say that again. Say that again. Say that, say that, say that scene again. There's a scene where you see them and they coming just, at the crypt module, and you see the crypt module on one side and the blood module on the yeah, other okay, side. Yeah, okay, okay. And they, they're in that, yeah. You so, saying that's not true? Or that well, no, they never let that many people out. And also in jail, you don't wear all the colors like that. Oh, right. You okay. know, so they let them. In jail, you're in a uniform by this right. point. Yeah. But they showed it like that to uh, kind of, you know. Right. So I'm, I'm sitting there. So I'm like, I'm not going to critique the out. I'm happy they're making the movie. Now, when they wanted to do the movie, first they said, let's shoot it in Chicago. Chicago, and then uh, Dennis Hopper said, "Let's shoot it in L.A." The people said, "We have gangs in L.A." That <laughs> oh, so that, it would have been about Chicago. Well, they did. They wanted to make a movie about gangs, but they didn't know there were gangs in L.A. Oh, that shit. year, three hundred and sixty kids had died, almost one a day in L.A. But no one even it wasn't spoken. It's like Black Lives Matter. No one talks about us. We were just getting killed. Wow. So, so I'm like, okay. So I watched the movie. So I said. Do they have a title song? And they had a song. And if you want to track the movement, get the Colors soundtrack. B-side, last record, is a song by Rick James called Colors. It's whack. That shit is whack. It's like Rick James talking about, look at all these colors. You know, Rick James out. So I'm like, nah, I can't fuck. So I told Africa Islam, who was producing me at the time, I said, let's make a record. I said, I know this gang shit like the back of my hand. I mean, let's take him in the brain of a gangbanger. So at the time, I was vibing. Here's another something you never know. I was vibing off of King's son's record, Mythological. Mythological. Myth a myth a myth a lot. And remember, he comes on, when I get ill, it's a reason, because it's dark season. Why well, am a nightmare walking, psychopath talking? Oh, oh I never uh, knew that. Man. That's the cadence from mythological. Yeah, yeah. you fucking right? me up well, right see, now. Well, see, I think rap 
We in, we, Influence each other You're influencing each yeah, other You're yeah. not biting Because you yeah, never yeah. knew right. But I'm like Yo I'm coming in Like King's son Because he said When I get ill It's a reason Because it's yeah. duck season right. Hunter of the fronter You right. know I was like That shit is hard That's right That's that right there That's it So I just came in I am a nightmare walking Psychopath talking. talking Same shit So I wrote the song did the video. It was so big, people thought I was in the movie. People walking to me like, y'all saw you in colors. I <laughs> think I see you in colors. Yeah, I'm not in the movie. And I, and I, I saw the movie so many times. But now, that movie, the, the song might be bigger that than that movie. That movie was single-handedly the introduction to California lifestyle. And put me in the game. Because all my other records... I was still bubbling, but that was a national hit. I mean, that right. crossed all, and that, and everybody wanted to see the guy that made colors. So right. I went out on the Dope Jam tour with Eric B and Rakim, Dougie Fresh, Kumo D, uh, Bismarcky, uh, and, and and I was out there with them. I was the only West Coast. West Coast, I was going to say the only West Coast. It must have been crazy we would perform that song and, and that. Oh, we shut them down. And you know, it's funny because Eric B and them was kind of like, you know, L.A. niggas. They had that New York shit going. Right. And they, you know, they had the chains and Supreme uh, ma- ma- Mathematic. Yeah. Supreme, Supreme Magnetic. Magnetic was out Puerto there. Puerto Rican, the yeah, original so Supreme. I'm like, yeah, from Decepticons. Yeah, uh, Brooklyn. So we got, we. I, my intel, it told me, my. you know, I've got my own intel. I'm like the CIA. <laughs> they're like, okay, he's the one. Watch him. Mm-hmm. He's a shooter. We watch him. We're like, who are these niggas? I don't walk in there. I don't walk. I'm, I know what's going on. So they was like, okay, this one's live, and there's one right there, and he's cool. So they was looking at us. They had no idea who we were. And then when we showed up, they was like, oh, these are L.A. gang members. Like, these niggas is crazy. We had all the, we had just the same shit they had, but the West Coast version of it. And when I hit the scene, I came out, and I opened with Colors. Right. On the tour and the shit rocked. Yeah. Like I just came out and that shit do do, and yeah, the whole stadium went up. And they would, and all of a sudden, KRS One started talking to me. Everybody on the tour <laughs> realized that I was pulling my motherfucking weight out <laughs> right, there, right. and we all became close friends. Rakim and I are friends today, but uh-huh. they were sizing me up out the gate. Yeah, no, but did you understand that colors in in a way? Like right now. You could look at you could go to Harlem, and I'm sure because you, you you live in New York for real, right? Like you're not a fake guy who just visits New York. Yeah, you live here. in New York, Jersey. You around? You've been around at places I be at. I'm like, yeah, damn, yeah. I, I still live, I still over there. Yeah. So, did you ever think that from colors that New York would be gangbanging the way New York is? I still don't truly understand it. Like I roll with Tretch a lot, right? And Tretch, and he blood. It's over in Jersey with the Bloods, but right. you know, I can't really get it totally understand it, but one thing I do understand is respect a nigga with a gun. Right? <laughs> That's true so, shit. That's you know, I'm going to walk up to a nigga and say, well, you a fake gangbanger. He's like, yeah, this is a fake bullet, too. Nigga. Like, Take this, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You know, when, when you're from L.A. and you hear guys in other cities saying they're Hoover Crips, but they never seen the street or they're, you know, you know, whatever, you know, they're 60, but they're from Florida. So I'm like. How yeah. how is that possible? Because 60s is a street. In right. the right. 60s, all, the, all yeah. of them are 30s are streets, the 40s yeah. are a street, that's right. yeah, 83rd Street. It's usually right. the hottest street in that 10-block radius is the street that gets named, like 111s, 12 So right. So, you know, I, I learned, but I know how it happened. What happened was when the drug trade really hit, 
and it stopped coming through Florida. It started to come through Mexico. Mm. Should I even tell this story? Yeah, yeah okay. Nobody listens to us. This is vague game, and this is old game. But what happened was the, the Coke became less expensive in California. And as it moved across the country, it became instantly like a key would double. Mm. So everybody in L.A. was trying to put the game on the road. So you got a cousin in Seattle, Mm -hmm. right? So you send a couple of homies up to Seattle and you say, okay, at this point, y'all niggas is Playboy Gangster Crips because that's what set we from. Mm -hmm. And these niggas are from Seattle and they don't really know about it. But then there's some real life. Yeah, we take these niggas and get them khakis and shit like that. Then maybe you might send a nigga from L.A. to put some work in. They ain't never seen violence like that before, you know, they turned out and they moved and wait and this happens all over the country niggas coming from St. Louis so there's somebody from LA that took that gang out there now are they respected in LA well to an extent but you can't come I don't care if you're from whatever Wyoming or whatever and you come to LA and you actually in Hoover's hood and you claim a Hoover you're gonna bow down right, to that right. street that right. actual street right. them niggas on that block that's the G's right. so I, I, you know, I, 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 when I was up in Harlem and I met some bloods, right? So I was like, they like, yeah, nigga, I used to bloods. I'm like, like that. I said, okay, like that. He said, you was a crip, right? And they're like, yes. Yeah. It was cool. I'm like, well, you ain't supposed to be that cool with me. You know, like, like if right. you niggas really banging, right. right? I said, well, gang banging is the act of murder. So then they was like, they was like, I said, show me, I said, show me a blood sign. So they did like this. Uh-huh. And I was like, turn it upside down. <laughs> I said, that's a blood sign, too. They were excited. They were like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah that's, that's a pyro. Oh, oh, okay, B. Okay. So he does a B. I no. said, I just they turn it upside down. I said, that's a blood sign. Like, I'm giving him gang tutoring. Right. Right. <laughs> they were like, thank you. Like, I, like, <laughs> I was like, man, but nobody that comes from that wants it to happen. Right. The gang thing happened. We were young. Kids was out there. We were protecting the neighborhood, and it got taken out of control once the drugs came in. Mm-hmm. Once the drugs came in, it, it split into little sets. So now Crips is fighting Crips. Blood, niggas don't care what color yeah, you're it's just So set. you're saying back then Crips wasn't fighting Crips? Because it seems like Crips always had beef with Crips. No. No, 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 no. If you was a crip, you was a crip. But now it's sets. The sets just splintered. They splintered. So say, for instance, we all one crip set, and then you got the sack, and you like, nigga, we the Nori Crips now. We Us four, this splinter. And that's what happened. And he said because the price of the drugs went down. Like, when Escobar went down... And it all started going through Mexico. Are you blaming the Crips? No, it's Escobar? greed. It's greed. It's just greed. It's like, you But know, that did change the trading. The <laughs> yeah, way it traded. Yeah, yeah, the trade came to L.A., but right. greed. Greed. It's just you. He's the boss. You start counting his money. As soon as a side nigga starts counting the boss's money, you have the potential for deceit. Anything can happen. So you always telling me, man, Nori's making a little bit too much money. You, Why are you counting the boss's money, right. man? Why are you worrying about what he's making? And eventually you're going to say, man, let's go this way. And that happens. In, in any type of organization. In gang culture, let me, ask, <laughs> let me ask you a question. In gang culture, can there ever be one leader or no? Yeah, the leader of each set. I, mm. I rolled with a dude named Tony Bogart, who was uh, 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 the leader of uh, Imperial Courts of the P.J. Watts Crips, which is a whole project. And I seen him walk into a like a rec room, a room, and, had, and I seen a hundred niggas stand up and, like, when he, and, and get quiet until he came in and they sat down. Mm. I'm like, yo, you know, that was a G, but they killed him. Wow. You know, he's gone. I mean, you know, the thing about gang membership, the thing about crime, P 
period, is everyone is a liar, a cheater, a thief, a double. I mean, you're dealing with a group of bandits. Right. You dig? So anything right. could fucking happen. You know, you hope there's loyalty inside of it, but you're dealing a bunch of murderers. Yeah. Everyone is cold blooded, you know. So your your idea is to get the fuck out of there. As mm-hmm. soon as possible, you know. That's why I'm square as a pool table, twice as green. I wouldn't mm-hmm. steal a nickel off the mantelpiece, mm-hmm. man. I'm, a, I'm not really, I'm not really, you know. I'm fortunate. I lived through it, but it's not what I'm about no more. I don't want to live like that, man. That's just crazy. Now, Ice, you, you survive the uh, the scrutiny from the cop killer record. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you pull out the colors record. The color record bring you everywhere. Mm-hmm. Now, where is Ice at? When he hears N.W.A., fuck the police. Well, you remember where you was at when you first. Well, I knew, you know, I knew N.W.A. because N.W.A. used to open for me. We used to go out. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) you just said that mad nonchalantly. (laughs) It had to be around colors too, as well. That's Cube. You gonna do Cube? Yeah. I take out N.W.A. We would all tour together. Would be N.W.A. Ice T D.O.C. And then when Easy put out his record, they split it and they tried, you know, do Easy with another group. Uh, and we would all go all over the place together. We used to fight together. We used to get out there and get it going because we were West Coast. Mm-hmm. You know, Cube and me are like brothers. I love Cube. Like, we were close. I used to, um, when they came out with Fuck the Police, we was out there rapping. Mm. We was out there rapping, and they hit him in the head with that. I'm like, oh, shit. But see, I always... Oh, so the first time you heard it was on tour with them? Yeah, because Easy and them were playing it before they dropped it. Mm. So I heard it on the radio. I'm like, oh, y'all niggas about to go there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to say fuck the police on my shows, right? Uh, so I don't... When I would when, Before I would do six in the morning, mm-hmm. I would go out and I would say, yo, the f- police told me I can't do this song. Right, mm-hmm. and then I would like get the audience picked up, and I was like, "Yo, I say fuck the police," and the crowd went crazy. So maybe a little light went off in Easy's head, like I just got something right here. <laughs> right. Say that, I but, but I used cool. to say, I say, I had an echo. I said, "My name is Ice T. I got a rep like a killer, killer. No one gets wilder. No one gets iller, iller. I don't get high. I don't drink Miller, Miller. Uh-huh. But if your girl's empty, I'm sure I can fill her, <laughs> fill her. I make stupid ass records because I just don't." Care. Care. Motherfuckers can't even play my shit on the air. Mm-hmm. But y'all know you like it. You say you want more. Because every time I leave the crib to go to the store, I hear six in the morning, Ooh. police at my Ooh. door. That's shit is. And that's how we would cut that Let's make some noise. Let's make some noise. I was with them at the time and you know, it was a, it was it was a movement, and I always knew. And to me, honestly, NWA, I needed NWA because oh, I was by myself, yeah. and to have four more cats rolling, On you the know, West, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, we weren't enemies, so it was right. like, and you know, now. It, they would always hit harder than me because I'm one rapper versus a gang of motherfuckers right, rapping. Right. And it sounds better when people are spitting on top of each other. But And then they wrote some incredible records. Then they had Did Dr. Dre. Did you know Dre. them for the neighborhood or no? No, no. They're okay. from a different area. Cube is from 120th Street. I'm from the 40s. And, okay. And, and like, so I knew Dub C. Dub C used to be beatbox for clientele who was in the wrecking crew. Wow. So I but that's the thing. LA is a small tree. Mm. Like you guys hip hop oh here's a big tree. Mm. Everything in LA is either NWA and who they became, 
the syndicate, my crew, yep. and who they became, which included Cypress Hill, Everlast. which mm-hmm. includes Everlast, which includes Dubsy and, mm-hmm. and Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Them or a few groups who were on Delicious Vinyl, which was Tone Loke and Young MC. So if there's beef in LA, you could call me, Q, Snoop, you know, and shut it down because mm-hmm. there's only, a, it's everyone that comes up from under us. Mm-hmm. So that's why the only time there was ever beef on the West Coast was Family Feud when they fought. And right. everybody just had to step back because how am I get between Easy and Q when right. I know, you know, right. so it's a family feud. So when Fuck the Police came out, yeah. did you know exactly what they was going to go through at that moment? No, I had no idea because... Because you were the first. We were hardcore when, rap, though. They weren't really fucking with us like that. I didn't have no right. idea that the police would intervene. Right. I had no idea. They were actually... Well, you hadn't gone through the body counting yet. Mm-mm. Yeah, exactly. We were going through cursing yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's after that. It's after. Ninety-two is so. Fuck the police came out first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Yo, I got my history fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Cop Killer came out. First. No, no, no. Cop Killer didn't come out to. Uh, Body Count didn't come out to the OG album <coughs> came out. So that was later. But they did it first, and we were already getting in trouble for cursing. This is how bullshit. On crap. shows or on oh, records? Yeah. Oh no. At shows. Oh, yeah, remember, you, and this is the loop thing and the if whole you curse, thing. If you curse, we're going to arrest you. Yeah. That was, you can't curse. So they would show up at the Damn. shows and show us that shit. And then what we would do is we would do the show and the cops would be on the side and they used to shut the lights off and I would r- jump off into the pit. And run out the side door. <laughs> like, so we would run from the cops, and then we would get the tour bus, and we would get to the next state. Yo, he really paved the way for us. Yeah, like that, yeah. That's just, just what it in total perspective. Yeah. Yeah. When a person says it like that, like as Luke said it, and and I thought Luke was being banned. I didn't no. think Luke was being banned for cursing. I thought Luke was no, being banned yeah. for being vulgar. All you know, those cursing. cursing. Yeah, but just cursing, you saying. Yeah, in the Bible Belt, when you're down yeah. there. Oh, they, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, they were running that whole so, so kind of still like that. They yeah. would show up at the show with a piece of paper that says, if you curse, we will shut the show down. Wow. And that was my, my cue to go harder. Wow. Like, yo, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? We going to come out here. And I would always say the police warned me. And, you know, that just got the shit even more crazy and stuff like that. But my whole thing was I had already been breaking the law. Right. Mm-hmm. So so whatever this charge was, was nothing. I was like, compared to what I was used to doing, I'm going to jail for talking. Kiss my motherfucking ass. Let's go. You know, and I had money and I'm like, we'll bail. I mean, I knew it was a petty charge. So I'm like, you know, so that that was. Yeah, we used to run from the police a lot. We, I, I remember we had a big ass fight. We had, we had lots of fights out there on the road. Because <laughs> when we would come to towns, they would, they want to test you. I remember the big niggas, yo, easy, come here, easy. Like they wanted to see easy, like you know. So easy was small, so he wouldn't want to really just. I'm always like, take me to your leader, type nigga. Uh-huh. I'm six foot tall. I'm like, uh-huh. let's go. We can go a couple rounds MMA up in this bitch. Let's go. <laughs> so I never really felt. I, I had no problem with street niggas. When I got to Detroit, I'm like, take me to your leader. Let me see who the toughest nigga is. I'll befriend him, and I'm good. Right. Right. 
from. I'm not here. I'm, I'm here to entertain you anyway. I'm not right. your enemy. I'm not here to sell you drugs yeah, or take yeah. your block. Right. Which, which, what? You need some backstage passes and see the boss? Look him up. Now, we good? Yeah, we good, nigga. You good. Now, I got security. Right. You know? That's right. how I played it. Everywhere. But every it's like town. Quick said. Quick said, everywhere is like Compton. Remember the, the joint? Yeah. That's what you're yeah. reminding If you're smart, yeah. if you know, I mean, the same thing you do in prison. Like, shit. Who, 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 I was right. just about to say that's <laughs> So before we get into all that, yeah. how did Ice-T wind up in the Army? I got in the Army because when I was in high school, I got my girlfriend pregnant. I, was, I, I, I just got out of high school, and uh, I graduated early. I was an A student. I was on the uh, honor roll, all that shit. I graduated 20-week report card. I was out. I had all my credits, and I started trade technical college. I wanted to do body—I can paint cars. I can do all kinds of body and fender and all that kind of shit. That was what I thought I was going to do, fix low riders. I was into cars. I've always been into cars. And I got my girl pregnant because I didn't really know how easy it was to get a girl pregnant. You know, I was just like a young nigga. No rubbers. Rubbers was not in style. I wasn't getting that much pussy up to that point. You know, rubbers wasn't in style anyway. Nah, so I got her pregnant and I was like, fuck. So now I got a baby coming. And I'm a small-time hustler, you know, doing small bullshit, you know, stealing car radios. Nothing. Drugs hadn't come to Nothing had, nothing had come up that was going to make me rich. And I, w- I was also very athletic. I was in gymnastics in high school. I was doing, you know, parallel bars. Because in Inglewood, the high school you went to? Crenshaw High School. Crenshaw. Yeah, so I was strong. I was very strong. So I, 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 they had an enlisting office on Crenshaw. And I just walked in there. And I was like, you know, I got to get out of the game because I got a kid. And so I went in there and, and I just... Basically, was picking uniforms. I was like, well, what's that? And they go, well, that's infantry. You get $2,500 bonus. I'm like, word? Okay. And he said, that red beret, that's airborne. You get another $2,500. I was like, but I can't come home in no red beret. You think? I couldn't wear no red. I'm like, yo. So then I said, the next one was the black beret, which was the Rangers. Which is serious shit. I like that because that was like the Black Panthers, right? Then the next one was Special Forces, the Green Beret. But that was 52 weeks of basic. Or AIT. Wait, so hold on. You was about to join the army, and they tried to offer you red, and you just <laughs> no, no. When I went in, damn, this nigga when I refused the army for red. Well, when I went in there, I was picking uniforms. Mm-hmm. I just was like, what am I gonna look like? And then it's like, well, this is regular infantry. This, right. this. Uh, Call Mike Booth. Tell him I'm doing an interview. Okay. This right here. If you go, you know, airborne, you get to wear a red beret. And I was like, I can't come home with no red beret. You dig what I'm saying? I was like, I can't come to my neighborhood. So, <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, so that's what it was. So then I had a black beret and a green beret, so I picked the black beret. And uh, basically it's just a bunch of training, a bunch of athletic shit. If, as long as you have uh, good cardio, you could do it. You know, but you just got to be disciplined. You got to get used to people yelling in your face and You're all that. Being kind of humble, Rangers is kind of tough. Yeah, yeah. My to boy Charlie was in the army. He knows. <laughs> well, you know, if he was in the army, you know, it's better some mental <laughs> shit. They're gonna yell at you. They're gonna try to fuck you up mentally. But then you gotta, you know, you deal and with you're sleep coming deprivation. from the hood. So yeah. how did you? How did? How did you? you did, did you do? You accept the discipline? Yeah, you got to. You, you have to. Discipline? You, of, the hood is in the military, man. Well, you, you know the. You know, like uh, in that movie, Officer and a Gentleman, where the man says, why are you here? He says, I ain't got nowhere else to go. That's the only way you're going to make it through that training is you have to believe you have no options. You can't. It's not something you just say, I just think I want to do. Right. You got to be like, what is my other option? I got to do this. And so, you know, 
the training was exciting to me and the athletic part was exciting to me. The discipline stuff, I realized they was trying to mind fuck me, so I worked against that. And I just knocked it out. But, you know. Yeah, somebody call Capone. It's just some. Uh, you feel that any of those skills you learned in the military helped you throughout rob, your life? Yeah, when I started robbing banks. <laughs> I wasn't ready, but I'm ready. Now. Yeah, when I started. When I, yeah, yeah. When, well, when I came home. Tell us the water from out there. From the service. Because I went to the service right out of high school. Service in country, they started robbing in country. Well, they wasn't my oh, country. Oh, They're oh, insured. Oh, oh. Robbing banks and private banks. They're insured. Hello? <laughs> yo, yo, you live on the podcast with Ice T. It's Capone. Y'all, Ice T. What's up, baby? What's up, Capone? I asked about you. Yeah, I told him. Hey, hey listen. Hey, listen, listen, listen. How, how long you going to be around? I'm going to be here. This conversation <laughs> might go all night. I don't know. <laughs> but they going in. We, we just I, getting I, the halfway. Like we're at the halfway point. Baby, you know what I'm saying? Well, where you at, man? Hey, hey, I'm close. I'm, I'm, I'm not far. I'm not far. All right, come on. Well, hey, Ali. Hey, Ali. He knows it's his birthday. Happy birthday. And we celebrate your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Capone. All right, done deal. Done deal. All right, hey, Ali. We're going to finish this interview with Ice Team. We're going to hit you back. You, you at the you at the hotel? We're at the, yo, we're at the W. <laughs> the All right, one love. <laughs> That's funny when niggas be on the uh, talking on the phone. <laughs> oh yeah, go ahead. And they be with oh, kids. I don't know. The feds talk that shit right? way better than I you. I when I went. <laughs> you hear what I say? When niggas be on the phone and they be with kids. I say the feds talk that shit way better. Way better. Way better. They break that shit down. They say it's better to talk regular if you're not doing that much because the feds put whatever behind. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hold up. That was the Yemi? Yeah. That was the straight vodka just now. Yeah, that is not good. Straight champ. I didn't open. I thought I, I thought I thought you helped me out. I thought you were my friend. You over here shampoo for no reason. <laughs> Yo. So what we were talking about? I'm sorry. We're talking about robbing shit. No, the bank robbery. Bank robbery. There's two ways to no, rob no, a bank. After the after the army. The army. The All right, this is what happened. Trying to do the right thing. I come home. Just so you know, Ice T, we praise foul niggas in the army. Okay. Drink champ. All right. And the way you describe yourself, you're you're like you're like the foul nigga president because you got out the army and robbed the bank. Let's make some noise for that guy. No, when I got home, when I when I left, my my niggas was small time criminals. Yeah. When I came home, they had elevated their game. Yeah. So I'm like, so what are y'all doing? They say we robbing jewelry stores, we getting check cash and boots, we getting credit unions, you know, occasional banks. You know what I'm saying? That's like that, like a bank. So I was like, so what's the what's the get down? Now, due to the fact I had all that military training, I was able to up the game up, mm-hmm. and I told them, you know, basically. Any operation deals with intelligence. The more you know about the mark, the better. So I added that to the game, like lots of heavy-duty casing, lots of understanding what the alarms and the, the, the response times was and stuff. So, you know, I mean, there's lots of ways of doing it. There's, there's what's called, like with jewelry, there's this basic snatch and grab where mm. you just walk in and get a watch and run. Mm. There's uh, basically the bash where you knock out the glass. And stuff. Then you've got the burglary, which is the four five nine. But 
if you're going for the safe. Now, see, I could give up some game of shit. Give some see, game. I got, well, if you want to hit it, if, all right, fuck it. It wasn't well, 459 was a burglary. Oh. If you're going to rob a jewelry store, rob it at the time it opens or the time it closes. Why? Because the safe's open. Right. In the morning. So what you want to do is you want to get there right when they let pulling the shit out of the safe. Right when they're pulling those plaques out. No, that's that's true. That was when. So once when you see a jury store at night when they close that door at the last minute and they start to and if you really want to time it, let them lay the plaques up. Let them get everything out and up. No, out of the window. Let them do it for you. So that everything is stacked, Together. but right before it's getting ready to go in the safe, that's when you want to hit them. Yeah. Right. And then, you you know, we're not going to give you the step-by-step details. Okay. And also, bottom line is, anything you do, you got to do it backwards. So it's not as it's not as important where the lick is, it's where you're going to escape to. And that has to be like a maze of right. how you're going to get away. A lot of, you don't just do it and then say, now where do we run? This All that is all thought out. One way, whether, you know, we use motorcycles on one-way streets. I could I could take a motorcycle. I could hit the jewelry district over here and put a bike. And all I'm all I'm gonna do is hit one way streets backwards, mm-hmm. right? So they can't get. But then, do they got helicopters under the ground? Like, do you know the best way to get away, away from a, a high speed chase is take them into a, a parking structure. Mm-hmm. Not out on the street, a parking structure where now the cops got to stay outside. They can only come in one. Then you can ditch the car and you can go through the steps and you. Yeah. So all this stuff is shit I did for years. Anyway, and 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 you're gonna end up getting killed or murdered at some point because. But yeah, I done it, and uh, whatever. Bank robberies, bank robberies aren't. aren't about but the thing of it is, most of the times, there's two ways you rob a bank. You play a note, you play a teller, you go for the vault. What you saw in the heat is a takeover robbery where they would take the whole vault. Yeah. Uh-huh. That that's a lot of exposure. We ain't making to that point. I, w- I was I was around cats that went in the vault and stuff like that, but you gotta you're gonna be in there a long time. You know, most times people just walk up and play the note and just get the one teller or as you go to tell. Not a squad. You said a note. Yeah, how did you do it? The note. You just walk up and you just say, I got a gun. gun. Give me the money. And they just hand you the motherfucking money. That's called playing a note. That's yeah. a easy. That's the easiest way to rob a bank. That's and the a sec- violent robbery, right? It doesn't matter. They used to have the, the, the thing that blew up and everything? Well, it's, that's, that's, those are ink packs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they used to have that back then? They still got them. Yeah, they, I mean, they had it back then? Yeah. Yeah. But here. you know what? At the end of the day, I feel very uncomfortable talking about this stuff. Okay, you, you know why? You feel mad comfortable right now. Well, <laughs> nah, but the thing of it is, is like, and also, and also, like a lot of my friends are still incarcerated. So you know, from they in there saying they didn't do it. Here I am saying we did it. You know, that's not good. That's okay. But <laughs> nobody, nobody listens to us. I yeah, but you know, it's, it, 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 it was a, it was a time, and um, you know. Uh, when I got that chance to rap, I I jumped in. I didn't, you know, because I knew my days was numbered in low digits. I knew that that wasn't going to last. When you're hustling like that, you make a lot of money, then you spend it. You make a lot of money, then you spend it. You're up and down. Those are licks, you know. And you you make it and you spend it. And it wasn't, you know, I don't, I didn't see a long life like that. So when the rapping came along, I was like, damn, you know. I could do this. And then I tried to rap like New York and the niggas was like, rap about what we do. 
Right. And then we invent what we call the crime rhyme, rhyme right. based around that. And I got archives and archives of that shit. So I started making stories, and the stories, like, I call it faction. So it's it's factual occurrences put into a fictional scenario. Mm-hmm. So things I'm saying, did that happen? Did that yeah, really happen? Yeah, that happened. It could have, and I combine them. So the story sounds really real because the shit really happened, but just not in that particular order. Yeah. Now, I used to <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he, he, correctly. he, he briefly mentioned, I think it's, it, we need to talk about a little bit more, Rhyme Syndicate. Yes. Which might be one of the first crews in hip-hop, yeah. Yeah. maybe BDP and yeah. Rhyme Syndicate's yeah. Around the same era. Yeah. And who who are the members of, of Rhyme Syndicate? Well, Rhyme Syndicate. I know Everlast, House of Pain. You know House of Pain, Everlast? Yes. Um, what happened was, you know, when I was trying to, when I decided I wanted to rap, I had to kind of like leave my crime friends alone and get with these rap niggas, right? So I'm with all these different rap people. And I would seem like I was going to make it first. So I said to homies, I said, if I make it, I'm going to try to help y'all. So I was reading up. I'm an avid reader. So I was reading that, uh, you know, Lucky Luciano had started this thing called the Commission. The Commission. Where it was a group of groups with one com- one common goal. A syndicate is an organization with a group of groups with one common goal. So basically, we're not. I'm not the boss. You're the boss. You're the boss. You're the boss of your own organization. Like a network. But we agreed to sit down and talk before we fight mm. right uh. so that's what a syndicate is so I wasn't the, I, I just brought groups in it's kind of like the west coast Zulu nation uh. really kind of like but I knew LA wasn't really going to ride with the Afrocentric right. shit they was too gangster so I created a term called the syndicate mm. and we had low profile was in it oh, wow. uh, which was dub C yep. of course uh, when we had when we had Muggs, Muggs was in a group called 7A3 at the time. Yeah, he was remember. a DJ. And, of course, Everlast, Divine Styler, Donald D uh, from the Bronx. Um, where was Everlast is from where? Exactly? Everlast from L.A. He was, like, from the Valley. And he uh, had the hair at the time. I remember the, the joke. When it, he, came, he was brought to me by a guy named Bilal Bashir. And it, Everlast first sounded like Rakim. When I heard him, he was rapping. Now new rappers are rapping someone else's voice. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know what yeah, I'm like talking about? Eminem sounded like Jay-Z yeah. and Nas on his Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you sound dope, but you got to use your own voice, <laughs> yeah. you know? Right. And so once he found his own voice, he started to rap and stuff. But it was just my way of, I got Everlast a record deal. I got Divine Styler a record deal. I did a compilation album. It was just a way of me trying to help West Coast niggas, you know? And, and try to create peace versus war, which is not profitable. Right. This is educational. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level.
Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We're back to Drink Champs Radio with rapper N-O-R-E and DJ EFN. So now, mm-hmm. new, <laughs> new Jack City. Yes. Okay, oh, moving on. Which is a New York City classic, but that is so disrespectful. It's a hip hop classic, man. Relax, relax, relax. I love that. Closing my eyes. Relax, because this is how this is how much New Jack City means to me. New Jack City is not only a New York classic, right? It's not only a hip hop classic, right? It's not only it's a worldwide classic, cinematic. But I need to know you as being the most gangsterous gangster. You 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 had the sixties on your back when it wasn't cool to say the sixties. Mm-hmm. You had the crip shit on your back when it wasn't cool to say the crip shit. Mm-hmm. You had the gang shit on your back when it wasn't cool to say the shit. And now <coughs> you get presented with this role as a cop. Cop. Word. Yeah. Which, I was at that time would have been controversial. But it's a joint called New Jack City, and they're saying that it's based on. This guy, which is not Nino Brown, because Nino Brown is a fictitious. It was character. based on some cats from um, va- from from um, New York City and also somebody from the Bay, from Frisco. Wasn't it any brothers or something like that? Cash I thought money, Cash Money Brothers. Cash Money Brothers from New York. I met the actual guy that said he was. Was it Washington Heights dudes? Wait, 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 wait
Wait, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cash Think Money Brothers? CMB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I got that. You're right. Got my bitch. But, how does they even approach you? Okay, so, so what happened with New Jack City was... They wanted to make this movie, and they had they had written the movie, and they didn't know who they were going to get. And at the time, there were just not there just wasn't a lot of black actors. Mm. Now there's hundreds of black actors, but at the time, Wesley Snipes had only done Major League. Mm. He was you know he a lot of Major League, right? But that was he wasn't a big known actor. Uh-huh. So um, George Jackson and Doug Henry, the, the 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 producers, they just had a brainstorm. They said, let's just take people from pop culture. Ice is selling millions of records. He's a little, you know, kind of a little pro, pro this, pro that. Let's get him. Let's get Chris Rock. He's the, the most grimy new. Uh, so they just took all the people that they knew that were hot and different. And so let's make a lot it. of us never knew who Chris Rock was yeah. until New Jack City. Let's let's so describe. Let's yeah. see if they can act. So yeah. I'm in a club and Mario Van Peoples was in the club. And uh, That's my man. he says to me, he heard me. Give in me a t- phone. I'm going to throw it off the roof. Come on. All right. He said he heard me in the toilet. I was talking shit to somebody in the bathroom. In the toilet? Yeah, I was in the bathroom. And I, was, I was on my shit. I was like saying, I said, uh, I said, yeah, nigga, if, if the motherfuckers could get a microscope and find one molecule of me that gave a fuck, then they could angle me. But they can't angle me because there's not a molecule there that gives a fuck. So he said, whoever said that's going to be the star of my movie, right? So I was on just on my ice t shit. So I'm out there, and now, now I'm Parlay in with three females talking my bullshit, you know, uh-huh. trying to sell him a dream. So I'm in the middle of it. And then he walks over, says, hey, Ice, would you like to be in a movie? So I'm like, Hollywood bullshit, right? Who, Mario Van Mario. Peebles? I'm like, Hollywood bullshit. You okay. just, For you the people d- who don't know who Mario Van Peebles is, that was the main cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and his father was in Sweet Sweet Back, Badass Song. He's a G, mm. Melvin Van Peebles. So he hits me with this bullshit about being in a movie. So I'm like, nigga, you just trying to talk to these girls. Like, you know, so I, I introduce him to the females. He's like, no, serious. Show up at Warner Brothers tomorrow. We got this. So we, we exchanged numbers. And you were already on Warner Brothers as a record label. Yeah. Everything revolves around Warner Brothers, I'm uh, noticing right now. At the time. Yeah. So I show up at his thing, and I, I look at the script. I'm expecting I'm going to get four or five lines. So I read Scotty's part. I'm like, yo, this is the whole movie, son. Like, really? Like, I'm not an actor. He said, you can do it. Like, this nigga got dreads. Like, I got a perm. Like, like, and they were like, and he's a cop? I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't know. So I got home. I started talking to people. You know, I talked to my boys. I'm like, yo, they want me to play a police in the movie. Man, what you think? Word. Could I be in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> they ain't even worried about you. They ain't worried about you in the yeah, movie. Yeah, and, and niggas from jail was calling me. I'm like, yo, yeah, blah, yeah, yeah, we sent the package and all that. But, uh, yeah, you know, I know you in the bowels of the devil. I understand that. But, man, they want me to play the police right now. What do you feel about that in the movie? Word? If I was out, could I be in the movie? So no one was saying no. Everybody yeah. was like, nigga, that's an opportunity. Yeah, it's positive. And then, yeah. then the girls, where well, I used to get my hair did, I used to get my hair done twice a week. I had my shit permed up, you know, mm. more wavy than the ships in the Navy. You know, mm. for of it. you know, you got to keep <laughs> sharp and steak right. nice right. up in this bitch. You dig what I'm saying? I got to outmatch a motherfucking woman before right. I can under- she can understand what I'm saying. So I was sharp. So I was sharp. And the girls at the beauty parlor, they was like, no, I'm from the hood. I called the beauty parlor. Right. I'm not no fucking salon. Nigga. <laughs> you know, it was like, I said, they want me to pill a police. 
They were like, right, you got to do it, nigga, because you're going to be one of them real niggas, and when you get over, you ain't going to forget the hood, and you're going to tell everybody what the fuck's going on, nigga. And if you don't do this movie, don't come back up in this motherfucker, <laughs> right? right? So the sisters sent me out on that mission, and I did the movie. I was shitting nervous. But now, did uh, they know this, this, this story took place in New York? Didn't matter. It was just an opportunity. Opportunity. Go ahead. You know, Nori, I believe this, man. We uh, come from a background with no opportunities, and we always are, 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 you know, upset about that. When you get an opportunity and you don't take it, mm. then you're a real life sucker. You know what I'm saying? You're a real life sucker because you're bitching, you bitching about it, and now you get it, and you don't take it, and you got to put the jets on when you get that opportunity because we don't get them. We don't get them. So I got that opportunity. So you took it. I went and I tried my best to do the movie. I was nervous. This is at the same time Original Gangster came out. This is my biggest album. I was platinum. I was like, yo, like. I might fuck this all off, but then you, Chuck, you're not telling me you had a choice between going on tour to sell your album and do New Jack City. No, there was no tour at the time, but my album was hot. So I, I, I New Jack City was, can I risk this and yeah. fuck up my record? It's, yeah. My record is hot. But, but, but now, when you got the script, did they tell you the actors that was attached to it? I or did they? I didn't care you about it. You were going to play a cop and then you didn't I know was that, playing was, a cop how that was going to land. And I had a record out called right. Original Gangster. Right. That was a dilemma. You didn't know how that was going to land. That was a dilemma. Yeah. And would this movie be whack and ruin everything right. I got going? Right. And would my niggas accept me? I was worried. You know, right. I've right. always right. been more concerned with my friends, my close friends, whether they're in prison or home. That's been my thermometer on what if I'm doing what's right. Yeah. It, it, I gotta keep their respect, and, right. and my my niggas is street niggas, and they they love Law and Order. They right. like nigga, right. hey, hold on, we going there. Don't go there. They love it, but I'm telling you, my niggas ain't corny niggas. They told me, yo, a hustler is supposed to get the money by any means, by the path of least resistance, mm. and mm. and television has a lot less resistance than Twenty Five to Life, nigga. So right. you do the right thing, get that right. paper, right? Stop playing, do your numbers, they So so now I'm 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 where was I? New Jack City. New Jack City. Yeah, New Jack City. You were contemplating whether I was to contemplating whether to do it. I was struggling, but I did the damn movie, and it was successful. And I was scared. Like uh, they, they said, we're gonna put dreads on you because we want people not to just see Ice T. We want them to give them a chance for you to be another character. Facts, if they're so true. familiar that's with true. how you that's look, it'll it, 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 throw them off. And I, I remember I went to the movies like at three days after it came out. I was sitting behind some niggas and and I heard them niggas. Look at Ice T with that motherfucking hat on. That nigga look crazy, the motherfucker man. <laughs> Are you yeah, snuck they, in the movie? You ain't let people I was know. The DL in the cut. Okay. I'm like, yeah, you did it too. Right, yeah, I, yeah, hey, I wanted to get a real response in the nigga about about t- ten minutes into the movie, fifteen minutes. I'm chasing Chris Rock. They like get it, Scotty. They start calling me Scotty. The other name. I'm like, and I was pissed when you called. I was like, yo, I was pissed when he called. But I was like, I'm pulling this shit off. Like they're rolling with me. Yeah. Did the movie it was a huge success. Yes, no negativity. Hip hop uh, embraced me, uh, and everybody, you know, nobody even tripped off the cop thing. They was like, "Nigga, you acting? That's, that's a job." That's and I've been rolling like that ever that's since. You know, like just yeah. acting is acting. So that was your first movie role that you fell in love with. But my first movie, I actually got to speak. Mm. You know, I, I was I was in those other movies Sad breaking call. back yeah. in the day. I was but, called feature rap talker. Yeah, yeah. But then you then you get the call about to do a movie with Denzel. Oh shit! And we got right. Elliot Wilson. Uh, 
Ambulance. Oh, <laughs> in New York. In New York. <laughs> but you get the call. That was my next movie. The Denzel movie. Yeah, from Joel Silver, one of the biggest producers in history. He does The Matrix. What was the name of this movie? Bullet? Ricochet? Ricochet. 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 With Ice Cream, right? I got the shirt. No, Ricochet was no. with Denzel and oh, John the, Lithgow. Because this is the crazy shit. Trespass. Denzel, Denzel is not Denzel. Right. He's 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 dead. He ain't got the Zell yet. He's <laughs> just dead. Yeah. And you do this movie. Did you know that this motherfucker is going to be the illest actor in the yeah. world? And did, did said, yeah. and when did you? You didn't know that? Said, I knew yeah. he was. I mean, to me, Denzel was. Because you heard that. of Denzel prior to that? But I just knew Denzel Washington was the big was the biggest actor I ever worked with. You know? Mm-hmm. I, I remember I was just working with just new people. I'm working with Judge Nelson on it. Denzel, well, I knew Denzel Washington was. I was not. Because Wesley wasn't really big no. when Wesley's. Women um, were loving Denzel. Denzel right. was the shit. He was the pill. He's like Billy D. Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He really did. He the first, yeah, he was the right. nigga. So when I met Denzel, he just he 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 came down to my level. He was like, "Look, man, I've been on television. I did this, and I'm just here, and we're just getting ready to go do this." And I never forget. I was in the first scene with him, and uh, you know, these really good actors, they'll laugh and joke, and they go action, and they'll bam, they'll hit their character. Method acting. No, that's not method acting. Okay. Method acting is when method acting. They're dickheads. Yeah. I was on a set with a method actor, and I called him his real name. Yeah. What would you? Yeah. I'm Joe. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever the like when they, they, it's crazy they won't that break person, they are that person yeah, they won't break yeah. the like code. if they playing a drug addict they gonna go out and sleep with real drug addicts right. and come yeah. to work dirty and all that oh, old bullshit yeah. fuck that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> acting is lying <laughs> acting is lying like a, if Where's I said the line, it, yeah, if I said the next person that comes in the door act, make him convince him you're my manager mm-hmm. that's yeah. acting mm-hmm. right so I, they say where you learn how to act I'm like standing in front of a judge <laughs> <laughs> We've all done that, I think. Yeah. But, I mean, Denzel was talking and he was joking, and then they, they said action, and the nigga jumped into character on me, and I flubbed my line, and the nigga did like this. He was like, Come on, nice. What's happening? And I was like, oh, that's how we getting down, huh? Like, he's showing me, like, come on, like, like we can, we joke, but I'm going to hit yeah, my line. So yeah, that's when I was like, right. I, I want to learn how to be on act point, yeah. just right. like that dude. Oh, on, and you talking about oh, um, 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 the, the movie with Ricochet? But that's when I'm my first chance learning somebody who could, you know, when actors do that. And that almost, was Denzel who yeah, taught you that? It's okay. almost like they going through their legs with the ball. They playing with you. They like, ah, yeah, they already acting, bam, and they'll hit right. some shit. And then they'll come out of it and start telling other jokes. You're like, whoa. Right. That's some dope shit right there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I always wanted to learn how to act like him. Right. And, uh, you know, that, and, and, but Denzel wasn't, like, he wasn't the Oscar Award winning at that but time. But to, to a bum nigga like me, he was. I was like <laughs> nobody in the <laughs> acting world. <laughs> I was a rapper. Like, how the hell am I even on screen with Denzel Washington? Mm. Really, you know? So I'm, I'm I, one of my keys is humility. And, and, I'm about to kick y'all out. The whole, this whole side of the room is about to go. Yeah. Section B. I, I smell smoke and shit. Niggas is hitting wax and yeah. all. <laughs> Relax. I got to pay for this. Okay. Get into that. You know, I didn't get any money for that. Like New Jack City, I got. You didn't get no I got twenty six thousand wow. dollars for New Jack yeah. City. Wow. And that was it a paid payout. Off. It paid oh, you off. Got, you get royalties. It paid off. Yeah. It paid eighty off. million, eighty million bucks, probably hundred million by now. No, no royalties. I got paid scale. Wow. 
Wow. My first movie. Oh, wow. And that's, that's just how it goes. Ever got, is that 26? Wow. That's yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and and, and that, that's not... That's not. That's just how the game well, is. Yeah, yeah. They could have used anybody. But, it, but it's, it's what it took them to the next level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. Of course. Yeah, you can't. You, you, how do you negotiate? You have no leverage. Yeah, right. Who are you? They'll get another nigga. They'll get motherfucking a cake. They put Chuck in a fucking wig. I know he was in there. They got Chuck D in there rapping and singing. You know, I knew everybody knew. I can't replace you. So, 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 so after that, when I went to go see. Joe Silver, I thought I was going to get paid. Right. So I walked to there. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, my last movie, you know, made a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm about to get paid. Now he goes, Ice-T, you've done one movie. <laughs> <laughs> he stuck it to me again. So that movie, I got like 48 for less work. So what movie was this? Ricochet. Ricochet. I didn't get any money to, in movies until I did Tank Girl where I played a kangaroo. Wow. I, I didn't even hear Tank Girl. What, what, what is this movie? A, a, movie, called, put us on. a movie called Tank Girl with Lori Petty, and I played a. Uh, I played a. Uh, listen, I'm do. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm making a movie with Keanu Reeves called Johnny Mnemonic. I'm in Canada, so I get a call from my manager. He says, "Will you play a stripper in Arizona?" I said, you motherfucking right, I'll play a stripper in Arizona. So that night I did like 2,000 sit-ups. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be right. Yeah, it's time for me to get my sex thing going. So the next day they sent me a picture of this kangaroo. And it was like, uh, uh, I was like, what am I, a stripper that's a kangaroo? They go, no, you're a ripper. Not stripper. A ripper. A ripper is a mutated person. I'm like, what's the name of the movie? They said, the movie's Tank Girl. That shit sounds so generic. I was like... Yo, am I not with Keanu Reeves? Didn't he? I mean, what the fuck is going on? And they told me how much money I was getting. Right. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I learned the bunny hop. No, that was. That's my first check. I got, a, I got a million dollars. And you ain't never seen it. Let me With find out. Green chance is about to be like. I was like, oh yeah. If you Google, you see a picture. I see a tanker right now. I look What's crazy, right? Huh? What's so Do you hit Mike Wolf? It's like a. It's like a mutated. Mike Wolf because he called a mutated person. And they, I'm it's it's a so it was like some sci-fi shit. Yeah, like oh, a fight man. over water and tank, tank, oh, shit. Tank, tank girl iced tea. You are gonna see a picture of me? Oh, tank girl. Surviving the game. Okay, so why are we pulling it up? Yeah, why we, I want to respect my brother Charlie. Charlie's my brother for 20 years, and he he dove right into it. Yeah, look at this. Look at this picture. Just come back. We're gonna see. That's me. Oh shit! <laughs> what the? You got a million for that? Yeah. Holy shit. Let me see. Yo, 22 oh days. 22 days in that shit. Is that CGI or is that No, makeup? that's that's Stan yeah, that's Winston. CGI, that's Stan Winston. That's five-piece wow. application yeah, face. Wow. Yo, that's all insane. That's crazy. You gotta watch that Yeah, you gotta put it on it's camera. It's a bugged out camera. movie. Yeah, we gotta show it to the camera. So now... Yeah, that was Tank Girl. So that was, you know, and, and the thing of it was, and now I'm at this point where I'm just taking jobs and I'm rolling with it and they, they're coming in. So I'm like, shoot, you know, I'm starting to make money now, you finally. So now you're considered an actor. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're considered an actor. Yeah. You're, you're killing every role you get. Yeah. Then CSI comes to you. 
Law and Order. That's the same shit to me. I'm so sorry. I'm, 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 we dance over that. Relax. 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 Nora can do that. Nora can do that. Relax. Y'all take a shot every time we say relax. Yeah. If you if you're watching it, take a shot. Listen. So Law and Order. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that's the music. That's, the, the soundtrack. Is that, they come to you, yeah, and they say, "What do they say?" Okay, little pre pre story to that. <coughs> My first time working with Dick Wolf, who's the executive producer, is that Big is guy. in New York undercover. Oh yeah. <laughs> Makes it love. I was at I was at my house in LA. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Benzina. Come on, guy. What's wrong with you? Yo, what's up on my phone? She don't even want to answer for you. You got buttery fingers. <laughs> you got buttery fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Benzino. What it do, no? You live on the podcast. Zeno, what up? Uh, we here with Ice T. What's up, Benzino? It's Ice. What's happening, baby? We here with Ice T. What's what's good, man? Where y'all at? You in New York? Yeah. Uh, all right. We, we want <laughs> Let's edit this out. We have 541 Lexington, um, the W Hotel. Come through. Okay, cool. All right, all right. All right, you know my last name, right? Oh, yeah. 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 See how he treat me, huh? So, <laughs> so, so New York Undercover, I was with Fab Five Freddy in my house. And Were you I, on New York Undercover as well? I was on three times. I played a guy named Danny Up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um... Andre Harrell was talking to Fab Five Freddy. Fab Five was like, I'm at Ice-T's crib. He said, put Ice-T on the phone. He's like, yeah, you got to come on my show, New York Undercover. Andre was part of that. I'm like, I told him, nigga, that's a ripoff of New Jack City. You know, New York Undercover. I said, you... <laughs> I never thought of that. Oh, that's real. I never thought of that either. Yeah. Was I too young to peep that? Nobody's been yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that was, that was fucking that was my crazy. Shirt. I didn't know that. That's why I'm here to clarify the shit. Hey, yo, I'm here to clarify. That's, what that's why I have to do drink champ. Right. So, so anyway, he's like, yeah, well, come on the show. And I'm like... All right, you know, I'm doing movies now, nigga. And then he was like, oh, Ice, you too big now? You know how they do that? Like, I was like, all right, well, give me a bad guy role and I'll play it. Because I've been playing the poly. I said, give me a bad guy role. So there was this role called Danny Up. I played it. I get a call from Dick Wolf. They go, we don't want to kill you at the end of the episode. Will you do more? And I, I I fought with him. We renegotiated. Got a better room. Moved me from a bullshit hotel to the Four Seasons. I did two more episodes. I, I shot seasons. I shot Malik, Malik Yoba's girl, and I just wild out. <laughs> so after I did that show, I did a show for him called Swift Justice. I played a bad guy. I did Law and Order. I played a pimp. They killed me with a bowling pin. Then <laughs> I had a show called Players on TV. That was my own show with Costas Manlaw and Frank Hughes. Okay, when those shows were over, Dick Wolf. He says, I wish I had a stronger vehicle for you, mm. right? Meaning you got it, but so I'm like, cool. So I was back in L.A. doing my business, doing my shit, trying to create iTunes. I was trying to create MP3 bass that we could put rap music on and people could get it, go straight to MP3. Before niggas was, rap, niggas uh, was looking at me shit? like, what is MP3? <laughs> niggas was like, that'll never work. Never never uh, work. Niggas uh, ain't getting rid of these CDs, son. Uh, I'm like, uh, no, niggas, it's a digital file. I was like, 
Niggas but like Napster like, era, this before Napster, after Napster. It was during the time Napster was doing it. But my thing was, I would take your album, I would digitally, I was going to create iTunes. I would take your album, I would put it onto a website where we would download it for money. It's just iTunes before right. iTunes. Where I was, iTunes. I, I, I was going to, but yeah, I was gonna, and I was going to, and not only that, I was going to do it regionally where there'd be a map. What the fuck, oh, man? Police. How many noises can put on speaker? Put on speaker. Put on speaker. We keep it. Hello? Hi, baby. I have Capone here. <laughs> <laughs> Let his monkey ass up. Let him up. It's okay. Let him up. All right. All right. All right. Really? Yeah, so, so no, my, my thing was it, it had a regional map. So if you could go to, like, if you wanted Pennsylvania, it would show all the rappers from Pennsylvania. So wow. it would break it down regionally because I knew hip-hop was regional. So you could do it. But anyway, that was I was creating when I got the call to do... SVU. Right. And uh, I said no. Well, okay. I said no because I had 15 employees. I had uh, databases. I had servers. I was trying to go. And then my boy, we had a little problem in L.A. where one of my buddies had set me up to get robbed. What? Iceman? Yeah. What's yeah. his name? Let's just shit on him yeah. right now. Well, he's no longer with right us. Right okay. God oh, oh, bless him. Yeah. So, so, but basically, one of my friends who I looked out time through prison he sent some people up to my office and it was a, a, a robbery that mm. took place so everybody finally figured it out and it was a little hostile moment everybody was worrying about what's going on and then, then we figured out who did it and it was tension you know tension and shit you know the, the, my daughter was in the room it was, it was an ugly situation it's in my book I wrote it in my book so mm. when it happened one of my boys from 60s they called an emperor he was he with me every day so he was like they, they offered me to do the show he said get out of town man Get out of town, nigga. You know, mm. fuck it. It's four shows. I what we gonna rob you with some money here. Like, you know, like, you know, we weren't making no money yet in the business yet. Right. He's like, I got this. So I came out here to do four episodes for SVU and it's been eighteen years. Make some noise for the emperor too. Let's yeah. respect the emperor. But then also the negative negativity is also one of the reasons they say go and shake to New York because of all this exactly. drama's going on. Because you know, now how hard was it to adapt to New York? Because right now you like just as much as a New York nigga than me. Well, I always loved New York. I always loved New York. I was actually born in Newark, New Jersey. Um, mm. my, my mother passed when I was in the third grade. My father when I was in the seventh. I lived in Summit, New Jersey, uh, over there with my father and then I left to go to LA when my father died and I was in LA ever since. Who so, moved to LA with? My aunt, his sister. Yeah. So I lived out there with them and stuff. So this brought me back. Music brought me back. I was coming out here to get cause because to me being a rapper I had to get the cosign of New York. You can't be a rapper and not have New York's cosign as far as I was concerned. Get up and say happy birthday. Happy birthday. Who got the good pony on right now? Good. Happy birthday, my brother. What's up, Happy birthday, my brother. How's everybody doing? That's it. Sit right there. Sit right there. I'm going to take one more piss, too. Really? What's up, Pum? Put that over there. Oh, shit. My bad. Ice in there. 
Pass, what up, baby? We like halfway through my life story here. These guys ain't I know, I no stun on turn. But that's good. That's good. I mean, it's better for it to come from my mouth than somebody on the side. Talking, please continue, please. Making hey. that bullshit. Freakiest guy. So, what's up, man? So when you moved to LA, yeah, yeah. So that 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 was that was when I moved to Cali with my aunt. And you moved directly to where you lived in Cali? Well, not. Nah, I, well, no, nah, I was living, when I moved out there, I was living in an area called View Park, which is above Crenshaw and Vernon. It's like a nice area. It's up in the hills. And I used to, I got bused to a white junior high school called... Like um, Cube kind of yeah, situation he was in. Palms Junior High School. Crenshaw High School was right down the street. So when I got to high school, I said, I ain't catching the bus. And that's when I walked into the Shaw and... uh that's what I say in Original Gangster, how I was introduced to the gangs. and uh, I did a song called That's How I'm Living. I said, you know, I was born in New Jersey. I said it before, but I guess nobody heard me. My mother died young, no sisters or brothers. I was her only son. When I was young, my pops died too. What's a nigga supposed to do? They sent me out west to live with my aunt. I guess mm. they thought that was the best, but there was no love there. And growing with no moms, I guess I was prepared to live in a vacuum. The bedroom, the kitchen, the hall, the bathroom. I didn't leave home much. I didn't like L.A. I didn't have no friends to trust. I got bused to a school, blacks and whites. I guess the shit was cool, but by high school, I changed. I didn't want to bust. I didn't want to play the game. I walked to Crenshaw High. Shit was fly. I hooked up with a new crew, some niggas that act, knew, act like they knew what the fuck to do. Now, you may call it a gang, but we called it a set, and it was our own thing. The whole school was down, and one way or another, everybody fucked around, whether hardcore or not. You wore the right color, your ass got shot. Uh, 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 noise. <laughs> right color. So, so yeah, that's how I ended up out there. So anyway, yeah, I ended up on SVU 18 years and uh Bless her. it was a very, you know, the negative situation along with my buddy's insight. It just what do, you, what do you think about Dave Chappelle when he made the skit about that? Dave Chappelle's a genius. It's it's going to be hard to find somebody as funny as Dave Chappelle. Like, every once in a while, a comic genius comes out. Like, I lived through Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy. But Dave Chappelle just hits comedy from some other angle that niggas ain't. I agree. Ain't, it's just abnormal. Like, you know, I'm a fan of everybody. You know, I was just, you know, I love everybody. I was just with Kevin Hart the other day. But Dave Chappelle. Kevin Hart, if you don't bring your your monkey ass on here. Yeah, Kevin Hart's cool, <laughs> Come dude. Come on, man. We need you. Yeah, man. Kevin's the business. Huh? And Dave Chappelle, too. Kevin, Chris the Rock, Apple? all them. But Dave the is... Bottle, bro. Dave's comedy is... It's, it's different. See, Dave is natural. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he don't yeah, try to be funny. You? It's something different, though. And he, yeah. and he, I mean, we did the player haters ball. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Who writes that shit? Yeah. Buck Nasty. I'm going to go home and put some more milk in your mama's bowl. <laughs> like, who writes shit like that? Uh, uh. What, what was the event? Actually, I spun an event in Miami. I think it was the player. Was it the player's ball in Miami at Luke's? Club? Oh, that was a player's ball, probably. I was DJing. I have okay. a picture, uh-huh. and you're like right next to me, and okay. you told me, 
You you wanted to rhyme, and you're like, play Shook Ones Part 2. Oh, yeah, I rhymed in that spot. Yeah, I, I was the one spinning. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I have a picture of it. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah. You got it on? Yo, you don't have it on me? No more salsa water? It's a real picture. You don't have to Yeah, I think me and Coco were in there that night. Were you? Oh, I just saw you. So now, this is where I was going to go before we go there. Ice, I'm, I'm, I, I, I probably think you're probably the first rap album I might have ever jerked off. Yeah. Oh, this is the cover. We was in yeah. jail at the same time. We both jerked off. Yeah, well, yeah that, was, that was power. Yo, I think I jerked off to your cover. Come on, brother. Well, you know what? It was, it was, it was just like. Nobody was doing it. Nobody was oh, connecting sex. This from here, no. You know the guns and all that. And I was like, this is part of it. Well, Luke did it, but he didn't do it like he didn't the gangster way. Yeah, he yeah. did it. Nah, that was he a did classic. it in like a, that yeah. was artistic actually. And the way you did. It. When we did, on, yeah, the front, the back. Well, that was the second album I did it on. Ryan Pays. Darlene was in the car with us, like in a in a bathing suit, and me and Eva were in a Porsche, and we had a palm tree, and we were trying. Glenn Friedman shot that, uh-huh. and we were trying to say this is Cali. We wanted that to say California. Yeah. When the time I did the Power album cover, I was dealing with power, like the three, the three levels of power. One is sex. That's the biggest power, right? right? So you see her. Yeah. Uh, the next power is weapons, uh-huh. uh, sex, money, and guns. So, so you and see the money. weapons, and then the next power is deception. And when you turn it over, you see me and Eva were uh, strapped. Mm, so I man. feel deception is the ultimate power because you never know who's giving it to you. Mm. You know, you. I think you fired me, but really he called the shot right. and he yeah, walks away. So people that work in that realm of deception and and, and mm. that's a that's the ultimate. That's the boss's power. business, right? Was, yeah, you don't know where the shot comes from and that's the scarier power you know so that's what I was dealing with on the album cover of course Darlene looked incredible at the time and Nick keep saying Darlene but we don't know Darlene was was my that's my son's mother I know I never been married before but that was my son's mother at the time and you know me and her still got a good relationship I see 25 yeah but she's a book out now right yeah but she's big up your son your son is so smooth yeah but she you know at the time I was I was in a world where I thought I thought you had to be real. I thought you couldn't lie. Mm. So I, I didn't know you could wear other people's jewelry. I didn't know you could stand in front of another car. I didn't know you could have a girl on your album cover that wasn't your girl. Right, right. I didn't know that so your, everything was a hundred percent. It had to be. Yeah. 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 I didn't know you drunk. Pay attention. Pay attention, motherfuckers. Keep going. That was I had to shoot in my own house. I had to uh, shoot. I didn't know that that your was... Your guns. Those were your guns. Oh, that's what I say. The gats in my promo shots yeah. ain't props, nigga. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I I didn't think that was okay. Okay. And, you know, I was... I, I ran my career... Ba- I ran my career based on those principles. If, you know, I said, I don't... What I said, I don't rap about uh, gats I ain't got, hoes I ain't caught... You know, guns I ain't shot. Yeah. The game to me is too fucking deep. If I did, I honestly believe I'd die in my sleep. Mm-hmm. I, 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 if I don't have it, I'm a rap about not having it right now. Right. You know, yeah. until I get it. It's like I, a bonus late yeah. too, but it's in. All that old. This for duck down. We do this for duck. And we will duck down. Buckshot Shorty coming. Yeah, yeah. That's my guy. Yeah, let me let me just tell you something, Ice T. At the end of the day, me and Capone. We met in jail. Thanks. 
We never, ever, ever in jail say we're going to come home and rap. Right. Me and this foul nigga, and I'm a foul nigga to him. <laughs> He's my brother, though. Right. He's my brother. But we came home. We was in jail. In jail saying, we going to flip some cocaine. We right. come home. Absolutely. I came home. And Capone was rapping, and it was just like, oh shit. <laughs> I was like, what? And I was rapping too right. in jail, but we ain't never really shared raps right, together right, in jail. Right. So we had this whole altitude we we we, we had embarked on. Mm-hmm. But and this is the reason why I name it gangsta rap or reality rap. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for you, there probably wouldn't be us. Wow. Absolutely, and that's real shit. Because when I I look at the history, and sometimes I I could Google some. I hate googling, mm-hmm. but because I like to remember from what and the first original person that ever spit reality rap, gangster rap, whatever it is, is you. Thank you. And and we all owe you, not just we, we didn't know how to be fake either, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. We, we didn't know, know how to be fake. Real we gotta, didn't know we that neither. That's why not we okay. Didn't that. We didn't know you could do a photo shoot and have a fake gun. Right. We did a photo shoot for the vibe, <laughs> yeah. had a real gun, and it went off. And it went off. And the, the photo <laughs> shoot, <laughs> it went off. It's real shit. But I don't understand. I don't. This one I don't understand. How people can get on Instagram and all that and lie. And talk about shit, but then all their friends see it and they know it's not real. But their friends let them do it, so their friends fake too. They're going along with this illusion. They they check by the lights. If the lights are there, the numbers, that's that's their reality. But you gotta have balls to do that. Absolutely. To actually, me to put a picture up of me saying, This is my house, and the niggas know that. What kind of person is but that? You, you got Instagram police that's catching motherfuckers too. Yeah. But I'm talking oh, yeah. about your homeboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about your friend. About yeah. that, but you're right. I'm yeah. talking about yeah. your friends. Like I was held accountable for every lyric, every rhyme. Like Ice, you know, come on, Ice nigga, yo, what? You know, I had to make sure I stayed within the lines. Because my niggas would laugh me out of town. They'd be like, come on, Ice. You know, and my homie said, Ice, you don't never have to lie because you live such an incredible life. You don't have to. Just within it, if you don't, you know, people ain't going to believe. Most of the stories I tell, I need a nigga right here just to co-sign half the shit. You know, so people are, but I don't get it now. I just look at people and I'm like. It's a false equivalence. It's a false reality. I would like to ask you, hip-hop now. What is your, what is what is Ice feelings on hip hop? I just don't think it's held to the same same rules or same mm-hmm. standards. When I got in hip hop, I but gangbanging is isn't held to the same standards as well, it was is. when you started. Nothing okay, is, but 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 I think when I got into rap, I understood. You know, people that brought me in, Mel and everybody, the cheese to me. They said hip hop requires skill. That's what I did in the art of rap, my movie. Mm-hmm. I said it requires skill. You have to be have skill to be a breaker, a skill to be a rapper, a skill to be a DJ. Right? Once you lower the bar to where there's no skill, it's no longer an art form. It's, it's all it's not evolving anymore either. Yeah, so I came in when niggas would call you whack and you had to take it. Like right. you whack or you had to get better. You try to get better. It's now to me, it's kinda like dance music. It's kinda like disco. It's just beats and 
the production is some of the some of the production. Yeah, it's jazz music. I mean, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I can go into a club. I can go into a club and listen to trap beats all night long, and I'm rocking. Yeah. I mean that's the sonic, the sound, the production is everything, but the lyrical content. Hold on is, one second. Hold on one second. This guy doesn't know how to put his phone aside. Nah, everybody stars is calling me. <laughs> Yo, Jack Thriller, you live on the podcast with Ice T. And what up, Jack? Say hi. Man, get out of here. This Ice-T? This Ice-T. Yo, what up, fool? This Ice-T right here. Nah, I'm Ice-T. What up, Jack? It's no, I'm the real Ice-T. I'm the real Ice-T. I'm, I'm a really big fan, man. You <laughs> funny nigga. I was with Jack in the Bronx. Yo, where you at? Hey, Ali. Ali, Ali know the address. Come through. Hey, we about to come over there right now. All right, all right, all right. All right. Bring some effing vodka. God damn it. That's why I make niggas uh, turn off their phones when they're in my house. Nah, nah, you know what? You know what? I, let me tell you something, Ice. So they don't accumulate more and more niggas. This, I haven't said this the whole interview. And so one thing, one thing, one thing that. that I have to say to you is, Ice, although I give the same love that you give to me to younger artists, but you not have ever been obligated to give me any love that you always gave me. Yeah, because I'm a fan. But, it's real though. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fake finish. nigga. Let me. Let me keep. I'll let ignore me, niggas. Let me keep bigging you. Up. Like who are they? <laughs> I don't know the niggas. <laughs> let me keep bigging you up because Ice. You always had our back yeah. from the beginning. Wow. Like you were one of them guys. I mean, Ice be yeah. <laughs> Listen, like, you one of them guys that I know. I call. And I know you're going to respond. I know you're going to be. And, you know, I always haven't been able to 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 do what I got to do. But when I've been at the lowest, the medium, the highest, you've always been in my corner. Because real niggas ain't ones that show up at the party. Niggas, real niggas meet you in the parking lot in the rain with the pistol. Uh-huh. Got you. Yeah. 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 We got, we get it again. And right I want to thank you. I want to thank you. We go to ask my soldier boy. Hold on. But before, this before I get nine. into the soldier boy, because I want to know who you got in the fight. But before that, clown ass niggas. T-shirt. <laughs> before that, I would like. Well, you didn't let me finish. Okay, please. you didn't let me I would, finish. I'll let you finish. I was, I was, I was saying. The music now sonically is incredible, but it's I just feel it's lacking the lyrical content. Definitely. I think that they're rapping, they're rapping fast, they're rapping stuff, but I'm not taking nothing from it. I'm not substance. Sub- now I listened to J. Cole uh, the other day. He has his record, and I was yeah. like, "Whoa!" And that's the only thing. I, I just think that although you're a star now and you're rapping, take a minute and make a record and try to move somebody, like try to change somebody's life with it. Yeah. I understand it. I'm, I'm like, okay, you got the baddest bitches, you got the money, you high all the time. I got that, but what else? Is there anything else? <laughs> There's more to life. Is there? Yeah, now, now, yeah. now, some people, there is nothing else. It's just getting money. And I grew up with cats like that. It's just getting money. But some people got it in them to try to help and move. And if that's in you, do it. But you changed my life. You changed my life. One day somebody asked you and said, Well, Ice, when you dropping something? And you said, I don't want to drop something because everybody's dropping mixtapes for free. I don't want to spit my game for free. And that shit totally fucked me up. <laughs> I was like, yo, he said, if you notice, it's only East Coast niggas that do the mixtape game for free. Yeah, that's yeah. 
West Coast mixtapes, they drop mixtapes, they sell these shit. Like Nipsey mm-hmm. killed the yeah. game. Like, the we killed y'all. A lot of people thing? will sit, yeah. sit back and say, right? the downfall, yeah, yeah. hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. The downfall of New York was whatever. The downfall of the New York tape. was we downgraded our own yeah. self. There's so many people. And I said that one day, and nobody paid attention but, I, but me. I, there was a website called Daft Piff. Yeah, Daft Piff. Okay, right. We put out a thing called the Anti-Mixtape. They were dropping twenty free mixtapes a day on that website. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was. Everything it was, was like, free. yo, this is so diluted now. There's no value. Your now down labels are suing them for that. But, yeah. but still, it's like, yo, man. I mean, like, Sprinrello, Sprinrello, they just sued. If this is yeah. your business, then you got to hold it. And you got to take its content. You can't just give it away. I, I never, I, I never I, threw out a free mixtape since you said that statement. Nah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's like, what are you doing? Especially somebody like you who's already known. Right. I mean, if you knew, you might have to. I do a streaming mixtape. Yeah. Where, 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 but I don't, I don't, I don't. And then how do the producers get paid when you're giving away exactly. all that? Nobody. You exactly. just, you just put yourself. And the same they person don't. that didn't put half the work you put in the game, mm-hmm. you put yourself they on the don't. same level as them when you yeah. drop a mixtape. Yeah. But that's why you got to have producers that's loyal, like Hazardous Sounds, SBK, uh, Scram Jones, Incredible Cuts. Yeah. Uh, you know, people like that. This, cause, because I'm not getting no money off of this and it don't work neither. Yeah. So you got to have people that's willing to take that risk with you. Holy but mind you, there's uh, this, this Capone. He's from Korea. Come Bridge. on, Pone. We all follow his name, man. We said an answer, my <laughs> when you Come said on. that, Ice, Come it changed my mind on Did you just how... say I was from Queensbridge? Yeah, you, you all stop that Queensbridge. Hey, why does shit. your vapor smell like Roombas? My Every vapor, vapor smells good. It, smell, no, it, smells, it, it like, smells like old Spanish pussy. I'm just keeping it real. It smells like... Let's make some noise for some old Spanish pussy. With a hint of strawberries. But he knows my this shit, shit is crazy. Good. <laughs> Niggas yeah. is old Spanish. Yo, yo, Ice, please, oh, you can God. text me the picture when you rock it, please. What is this? <laughs> my this album, my album. That's, that's EFN's album. Tape. Let's yeah. make some noise. Yeah. 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 Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Champs Radio with rapper N-O-R-E and DJ E-F-N. Yo, Ice, I just can't thank you enough because I know you humble and you and you and holy. The fuck's going on? Oh, I Yo, that's my kid. Welcome to the Champs Ice Team. Where <laughs> shit is retarded. It's the noisiest fucking podcast. Hey, but what? But keep going, man. Keep nah, going. You so humble, and I just want to thank you because you know why, Ice. I and I know you don't give a fuck. I know you're a real nigga, but you know what I feel is real niggas should be saluted nowadays. At the end of the day, fake niggas had their time, and that's the reason why me and my partner right here started this podcast. But you can feel it. Is we wanna? You, if you notice, we've never interviewed not one new guy. Mm-hmm. 
And and if we interview the new guy, that, I keep telling him he, get it, get a new guy. He man. came with an old nah, guy. Nah, new guy can and come you know with, what? with an OG. Uh, uh, only this is the only generation in the world that when you become old, they kick you out. Yeah, with the first rock word and roll. Yeah, that you can still do it. Jazz, you can still do it. Uh, 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 salsa, salsa, merengue. Yeah, you could be sixty-seven. Even pop stars get more love for longer. And <laughs> hip hop is the only thing. So you know what? Me and my limited. partner. That's why I got a rock album out. But listen, you, you, but, but, you ain't, but you ain't got now, to have a rock. Now he sold you ten million. Could, you could stick nah. with hip hop, and you know what? Hold on, hold on. No, but it's real. It's the same shit. It's a word. Sometimes you gotta snuff the man. You know what I'm saying? Chill out, relax. But his birthday, you can't get mad. You gotta snuff the man. Chill. This is what drink champs is. Drink champs. We want to salute our legends. Because there's no other platform to salute our legends. Mm-hmm. Like right now, if you say I'm gonna do the hottest podcast, quote unquote, they wanna <laughs> they wanna get Jay Z, they wanna get Nas, they wanna get uh, Drake, they wanna get all these people. That's not what we started out to do. Uh-huh. We wanted to support our legends. Yeah, you know me, me myself, like the rappers I liked. One of the prerequisites was what I like to hang out with, dude. Right. You know, I wanted to roll with Rakim. I wanted to hang with Big Daddy Kane. I wanted to hang around Capone and Noriega and Raekwon and, and Cass. I wanted to hang with Easy. Can yeah. you give us an Easy E story that untold? Nah, that's easy. easy. Well, Easy's game was he always tried to tell people he was 15. That's awkward. You know, so Easy no, was said, little. You said I was 55. Oh, 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 I was like, 15 is not a word. I knew you would come out if I said that. I knew you would come out. I missed you, boy. We used to just wild out in the hotel rooms and stuff. I mean, I seen Easy, you know, the ladies that be cleaning the thing, just like tackle the chick. Like, like, like this was for niggas was getting charges and stuff. Niggas was wilding out. But not, you know, Easy was a good dude. I mean, he was he was the uh, street member of the group. He funded that group right out the gate. They said that. Yeah, it's true. So I'm going to give you other people's names and I just want to see. You want to continue with Easy? I go with the, I know Easy. I mean, there's not. I, the thing of it is, Easy has passed away, so it's kind of odd oh, to talk about him. I'm not going to say no wild. Okay, no, about I'm going to ask you a couple of people who have passed away. But I got wild stories. Because you got, you got, you got stories. Right, right. Jam peace. Master J. Well, Jam Tell Ma- us something about Jam Master J. Jay was Jay was another person who was like the most authentic like part of Run DMC. Like he was a street cat. Yeah. So I would always actually like. Somehow they would gravitate to me, and we would end up talking and stuff like that. But Jay was a solid dude. I mean, it's amazing that no one caught who killed him. That's just amazing that somebody of that caliber, that's like somebody from, like, the the, the one the Super Bowl, like, Tom Brady get killed. Nobody knows about it. Yeah. You know, that's crazy. To us. To us. us. Yeah. Not to the white And, and, and yeah. the thing, you know what's crazy? They talk about hold not on, solving on, big... Hold on, hold on one second. They, they talk about not solving big murder, not solving pop, pop murder, yeah, right. but they never talk about not solving Jam Master Jay. Yeah, right. And he yeah. was just as pinnacle in hip-hop. Jay-Z, let me tell you, Jay-Z, I'm not, I mean... Jam Master J and Run DMZ. Remember, you talking about that moment with you? That was the moment that made me really rap. Like, I went to a concert they had, and they had everybody put their Adidas, Adidas up. And Jam Master J was on a riser, and they had lasers and shit. And I was just trying to rap, and I was like, 
Yo, this shit is rock and roll. Sure. Like, <laughs> so many shit. Yo, I like to know that because we had always been doing it in the basements, in the little yeah. clubs and shit. And when I seen that, I think I went home that night and wrote like 20 raps. Uh-huh. Like, I was like, yo, I, they, Run DMC let me understand this was big. Yeah, it's a business. It's a business. It, but it was bigger than the basement and the right. small clubs yeah. hip hop were. Okay, so I'm going a little bit all over the yeah. place. Tupac. I knew Pac when he was in. Uh, Digital, it, underground. digital underground, dancing for that. Yeah, he was dancing. Yeah, and I, um, is there a difference between two Tupac yeah. digital underground? Absolutely, you can see it in the music. Tupac, I remember we we were at a, a Soul Train Awards, and it was me and Dre, and we were sitting at a table, and Pac walked by. And when you say Dre, you talking about Doctor Dr. Dre? Dre. I, you just can't just say Dre, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I do, yeah. No, our so, fans are stupid. Dre and and, and Pac walked by, and at that time he wasn't Tupac yet. I think maybe it was Tretch or somebody, but he looked at the table, and I could see he wanted to sit at that table. You know, I could right. see it. And then as he started to make his move as Tupac, I remember one time. See, Pac was doing some strange things. Like, all right, like he hooked up with the cats in in South Central, Fifty Second, the Five Deuces, which was rated R. And I gotta the, relax. The Hoovers? No, no, be the Crips. I'm about to okay. kick the producer out. But Ali gotta go. He hooked up with rated R. Conversations about Ali. And they, they created that thing, Thug Life, which was based in South Central L.A. Oh, with dudes in L.A., not the not the homies in, in Jersey. No, 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 no. That was I know, but I thought the Thug Life. No, Thug Life was, was rated R and um and uh Macadocious. They were out of L.A. Right, and then. You know, he evolved from that. And then when he got into trouble out here, that's when Suge came in and got him out. But I remember one time I was in L.A. and Pac pulled up on me in a car with, like, this crazy-ass chick, like some, like, strawberry bitch in the front seat. He had What's strawberry? <laughs> yeah, that's how I know this nigga, my What's brother. That's exactly what I said in my mind. A strawberry is basically bronze to get off for crack. Okay, okay, cool. Right. I, like, I, I, I wasn't ready. It's a street thing for like a crack hub. Okay. okay, so this broad, I know it wasn't his woman. I'm like, what is this bitch doing in the car? She already, you know, but he's getting hot and he had She's weed. Turned. He had weed, he had gun, and he wanted me to sit in the car and listen to his, a record. I'm like, nigga. Are you riding around like this? Like, are you serious, Pop? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not. But you're like OG, so you know. Let me just tell you something. He was trying to impress you, even if he wasn't trying to impress you, because I will. Every time I hang out with you, I try to impress you. But he was. He scared me, so I was like, Pop. Like, I was like, Pop, man, this is crazy. But I'll tell you some real inside shit. He was in my house. I had a studio called The Crack House, and he was at my house with the outlaws, a couple of the outlaws, and he played me hit him up. Oh, wow. And I didn't like it. And I was like, you going to start some shit. You didn't like it because of what he was saying? I didn't like him starting the beef. I was like, dog. You knew where it was going to go. I said, you going in on dude's wife and all that. I was like, yo. He's like, yo. Then at that time, he thought Big had shot him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, well, you can handle I wouldn't, you ain't supposed to be handling that with a record, really, are you? Right. You know? So we kind of was on bad terms at that because he wanted me to ride with him. Yeah. But I was like, I couldn't, you know? And so that, we was, right. was kind of like in that zone when he got killed. 
Was what, what he was saying on that record? That was he that. saying that that was reality, or, or was he saying it's just a rah rah record? It's a beef record. Well, you know, he's talking about his wife. But it's just a beef record. Like if you're gonna set it and you setting it yelling West Coast, you shouldn't have set. This. I knew that was gonna turn into a real of situation. Yeah. He's talking about you know, yeah. yeah, yo, I'm not out rapping you. I'm threatening you. I'm talking yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, yo, I was like, yo, I mean, you're talking, you're if you really finna go there. You know, I'm I'm sitting back like the nigga, like who I'm supposed to be. I'm older. Yeah, like yo, this is this is you know. But he wanted me to go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good shit. Let's do it. Yes, man. Is he saying that he smashed Faith? That's what I was asking. You heard the record, but he said that he smashed Faith. You heard the record. So (laughs) So, so he said it, but was he in the studio? Was he saying this is truth? No, he wasn't. No, no. We didn't get there. I just listened to the playback and was like, dog, that's I, I don't know. Because so in general, it's you're like, it's not a good idea. It was too much. Yeah, it's not a yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I, I'm cool with New York. Like, right, yo, right. you finna start. You knew what it was going to create. Absolutely. Right, right. You are New York, though. But right. I, 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 it was going to cause a crazy And, 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 and all, all bullshit aside, right? If you think a nigga shot you, why are you making a record? It's street shit. All right? Okay, so we went there. Right. You, gonna, you handle this with a record? Okay, but he wasn't ready for that. And I wasn't really trying to send him on no mid. I was just trying to get his get his. Yeah, like don't do that. Come on, man. But you as know, a, as, as an OG shield, like you yeah, know, yeah, like, school right, him, school yo, him. Yeah, yeah. But but anyway, long story short, you know, I love Pac. Pac was a good kid. I remember one night, Shock G came and knocked on my door, and he was like, "Yo, uh, you need to talk to Pac." And he said, "You like one of the only people he'll listen to." And they was like, "Yo, you know, he going he's not even listening to me at that time." So. You know, he kind of got caught in the zone. See, when you're when you're not in the L.A. gang scene and you come to L.A. and they embrace you, it's, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Yeah, it's yeah. it's you're not necessarily safe. You know, and it wasn't where he was supposed to be. Like, you know, you you make records, you should be on your way out of the game. You yeah. shouldn't be making records and then going into yeah. it. Yeah. You know, because so you're making like, flyers. So like, what one a street nigga has the the the, 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 the power of anonymity. Who shot him? Pookie Loke. Who's Pookie Loke? Nobody fucking right. knows. Who shot him? Ice T. Ice T gonna be on this flyer. He'll be right here. Right, you know, right, you, you right. no longer have that ability to disappear yeah. into the hood. That's Niggas right. can pop up on you any motherfucking where. So you gotta let that That's shit serious. go. Yeah. You gotta let that shit go. You're no longer in the underworld. Now you are part of the mainstream and you gotta you have to behave like that. So did you did you actually see like uh after that, did you see like Pac was going down a road that well, it wasn't necessarily. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, it was just not a good place to be. Uh, you know, but you know, he was rolling with Suge. Suge had got him out of jail. So everybody had turned their back on Pac when he got caught in that mess. Yeah. Suge came and saved him. Now, how about right. Suge? How, what was your relationship with Suge? Well, Suge was uh, NWA's bodyguard. I heard. And he was well, originally. But yeah, but he rolled right. with them, and me and Suge always had a cool rep. Cool, like understanding, no beef because we did no business. But you got to understand, Sugar's a football player, and he basically had ax- connections to the mob or the mob, uh, the cats in his neighborhood where he's from, and they were bloods. And he surrounded himself with a gang of bloods, right. so that was power. And in, in some sense, but then again, my boys 
they were like, we the other side. So mm-hmm. that don't matter to us. And I got niggas as big, big as Shook. So it's like, mm-hmm. what's happening? Hey, before you fucked me up with that one, though. You said my boys was the others. Like, cause, you know, for the rap game, all they knew was Shook at one point. No, well, that's, like, that, that's an organization. But, but, but see, I'm, I'm not operating as, a, as that type of a militia. Uh, right. But it, going on is out from security. You got a couple gentlemen down here to see you? Oh, they got guns. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them up. Let them up. Like Zeno. Yep. Yeah. Right. yeah, but you know, it's like okay, and that's chug, and we we everybody was cool. Everybody understood. Everybody, everybody had their limits. But me and Sugar have never shared a negative word. He was very respectful in in areas, and we respect each right. other. We we aren't enemies, so to speak. But then at the same time, we're from two different sides of the gang world. You know what I'm saying? I'm from a crip side. Right. Okay, so they 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 like whatever. Can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. This is from Capone. Uh-huh. This is his, his question. What, what, this is going to a different uh-huh. stuff. When we talk about beef. Uh-huh. What was the deal with you and LL? We said, I crushed Mo D, oh, him and Ice-T, girl. Well, what happened was LL Did was... Did he fuck Dolly? No. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was going I back to Cali. I had to ask that real quick. I had to ask that. No, I had to ask that because... I mean, not that I know of. He's keeping... Yo, that's real shit, though. Not that I know of. Not that I know of. Not because... Cause Ice T is a real nigga. And I just want nah, to. That, that was like that was that was equivalent yeah. to Biggie and Pac. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but no, I didn't take it like that. What happened was with 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 him was he was just saying he was the greatest rapper uh-huh. ever, and I was coming out from the West Coast, and how was I going to be able to be taken seriously if I let someone say they were the best? Mm. So it. I had to rep my. I was just like, fuck whoever you think you are. Nigga, you know, I had a whole coast on my back. So yeah. I was like, let's go. Now, whether I thought I could actually beat him rapping, pull, pull yeah. whatever, I, I but I had to stand my ground. And I thought I might have been able to be more clever than him. Who knows? But it was no... That shit got shut down. Bam, I'd actually shut down that rap beef because... Oh, wow. Damn, that was Because LL wanted to be part of Zulu. And no, there was a moment where they there. they were asking me, and I'm like, well, if it's up to me, you know, me and him is kind of beefing and shit. But at the end of so the you day, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, because Africa Islam put me in the game. All right, cool. Yeah, when cool. you said that, I, 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 yeah. I, might, I might have missed that. Did he? Did he? Yeah, say no, he said that you were here. Okay. I was here. He said he was producing it. I'm catching on. I'm catching on. Right. So my bad. So so L, you know, but it was just record shit. It wasn't. It was just who's better rapper. Yeah. Wasn't threatening each other's lives and shit and all that. And I did this and that. And I I think he said I took the the record the thing to the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. But you know whatever. You know that's not grounds to murder or nothing. Look, so now that y'all both like took TV by storm, like y'all both the rap. Yes, you know, in LA, all the time. No, how does that? How does that? I ran into LL in Monte Carlo. Uh, we were do. What's up, Z? What's up, Pippin? <laughs> all right, good to see you. All right. We, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going on, my brother? Love, love, what's up, Come on, sit right here. Sit right here. Benzino's in the building. <laughs> I was watching TV. I saw you get shot on TV. I was like, man, what happened? Your relative shot you? My nephew. 
crazy. Yeah. Don't try to shoot me, man. That's crazy. That's a lie. Don't even say. Don't try to shoot everybody. But one my family, not him, not you. Let's get to this real quick. We went to Monte Carlo doing a television convention. I want to do this for person. I chopped it up with LL. And, you know, it was like, yo, man, at the end, back in them days, this is what we had to do. We had to stand our ground. Yeah. No disrespect. And we shook and everything. But I had this recently, this happened maybe five years ago. Up to that point, I hadn't crossed LL's path, nothing like that. That whole time? We don't have to. You know, we live in different coasts and. You know, but, it, but no, he, he lived on the West Coast. No, but yeah. Hollywood didn't bring y'all like. No. Cause he's like the. What about you now? All right, what about Modi? Did you ever cross the fuck with Mo. I love Modi. No, when, when that happened, did you ever talk to Modi like we gotta fuck L? Nah, it wasn't that. It wasn't. It wasn't that serious. It was rap shit. It was rap shit. No, that's dope. It was never that serious. It was just like I could rap better than you. No, yeah, I got you. Good. All right, look, as as a young dude coming up. And um, as a young dude coming no, up, don't like don't embarrass me. Come on, man. Yeah, you take the same person. That question, nah, as a man. young dude coming up, right? So I see you like you 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 were that soldier boy for his right. rap. You like yo, that ain't real hip hop or whatever. Blah blah. Like I, I agree with you because I come up under seeing yeah. Nick upon a Noriega. I know real hip hop, right. but I'm I'm taking it as like he's a young boy coming right. up trying to use a platform just to make it out the hood. Right. So it's like I feel like if I was him. Like, I'll be hurt to, to hear that from right, you. Because, like, I look up to you. Like, well, why are you going to shit on me? I'm just trying to make it out feed my family. Okay, there was a backstory to that. This is what happened. This is why we were talking about phones off and cameras off. Mm. We were, I was making a mixtape for one of my homies in the hood, right? Yeah. This dude... You just a, a regular nigga. I'm on his rap, rapping for him, free, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. So when I get into the booth, them niggas start like, like saying, niggas don't want to hear you. They want to see Soulja Boy. They want so they pumping me up. They using yeah, this yeah, shit yeah. to get yeah. me hot. Yeah. They like, yeah, they don't want to hear you, nigga. They want Hurricane <laughs> Chris, nigga. And of course, they hit my G bone. I'm like, fuck them niggas, black ass motherfuckers. And I went on a rant. I, and I swear to you, I went on a rant. Yeah. And the niggas taped it yeah, and put it out and put it on in the front of their mixtape yeah. so I'm the fucked up shit right. about hip hop so that was that was one of my Ice-T old man rants yeah. it was, he was never supposed to hurt it yeah, so yeah. now I'm in Arizona minding my business my son goes Soldier Boy's on the internet talking shit about you so I'm like what so apparently they playing the tape back he yeah. listening so now I'm like well, I can't back down. I did say this shit. Yeah, yeah. So right. now I'm I'm out there. So let me verify. Let me break down what I said. Now I just told a nigga straight up, nigga. This is how I feel. Blah 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 blah. And what? And then rest is history. But at the time, I felt the bar was starting to drop. Yeah, yeah. And I just think that once again, there needs to be a degree of difficulty in hip hop that always has been there, and that's what makes it something special. There's something about a star. A star is something you can't reach. That's why mm. Michael Jordan is a star. You can't reach yeah. him, and that's why we look up to him. But when you're doing something that everybody can do, you're not really a star to me. You're just doing that. what anybody yeah. can do. Yeah. Show I me something I can't do, and you get the praise. So, you know, God bless Soldier Boy. But, you know, this is what I do know. Mm-hmm. Niggas will end up in their own shit. If that's what they deserve, so yeah. now you seeing this this guy and and, and look at where his life is. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So 
you, 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 you don't really gotta do nothing to nobody. They gonna end up where they supposed to be because of their actions. So, you know, God bless you. Good luck. But now he wants to, you know, he's fighting gangsters. You know what that is? That's like, that's like if you ever heard about the laws of Murphy. Yeah. What can happen yeah. will happen. Yeah. And that's what Murphy's happened. law, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Murphy's so, law. And let, you know me, let me just tell you something. You want to join the gang? My you brother Benzino's here. You're a dear guy. Benzino here. There's a lot of history in this room Benzino right now. Benzino said, yeah. Yeah. yo, you know, Ice, Ice-T could have killed me. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I thought he had vodka oh, in there for a second. Oh, Ice-T. That's crazy. You got blessed. You got blessed. I got blessed. You got blessed, brother. Ice-T. I already put it up. But he was so humble to Because, look, so, I see just blessed me with a quick on my but neck. But it was real shit, that. though, and I respect it because, look. Hold on, hold on, fam. Fuck the table. I got spit on my back. It was real because, like, like, okay, I remember when we had the RSO crew, and we was on Tommy Boy. And when Tommy Boy, and which is now owned by Warner Brothers. Right, yeah. right, exactly. We're all it's, on it at the same time. time. That, but, but it's crazy because it all happened at that time. But when he came out with the Cop Killer song, we, you know, we just got it down, Tommy Boy, grew from Boston, you know, got a little single deal. We put a song out called One in the Chamber. Yep. So One in the Chamber, we talking about two kids who had got killed in Boston and the police got over with it or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Shot, shot dude under a car, shot another dude in the back of the head and they got over with it. So, um... We ended up getting dropped from Tommy Boy because the Boston Police Patrolmen's Association had sued us. So, so I forgot there was an interview, and, and, and it was something that I don't know if you did the interview, if I did the interview, and it was just something because since he had the cop kill song and we got with the cop, they was trying to compare things. Right. And, and, and it was saying that I said, well, as far as I know, you know, even though, of course, I see legend in the game, but the song, from my understood, was kind of rock. It was rap rock, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Was, I said it was kind of different. I said, you know, I said we didn't, I said ours was just a rap song. We was just pretty much talking about, you know, I mean, it was almost like the same thing, but we went out and did a show at the uh, Irvin Amphitheater. Mm-hmm. So it's just the five of us, you know, we didn't have no security, nothing and shit. So it was four of us, plus we had this little Jamaican nigga that did it on the hook for one of the songs or whatever. So when, 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 it, when Ice had, he came with mad, I mean, this was the time, I guess, where they was trying to um, squash the, the, the blood and quick the truce. He had like a hundred niggas with him. I'm like, <laughs> so like one of the niggas was like, yo, I see over there. I said, oh, I said, oh man. So I said, shit. So I'm trying to think, right? I'm like, fuck, right? I mean, niggas was now, deep as fuck. Now look, now my side of the story was this. <laughs> when the shit happened, the word got out that RSO said that we, I was the reason they got dropped. Nah, that was right, 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 right. But right. that's yeah. that's how it came right. at me. Right. So I, right. they was like, yo, RSO said something about you. Wait. So like, like I was telling them in my. I keep everyone abreast of who we might have beef sure. with, this, that, and right. the other. So right. I think RSO had popped up on our radar, like, right. yeah, this RSO nigga says yeah. some fly. Right. So then I'm at this place, and they go, there they go. Right. <laughs> right. See, but we felt it, though, because I was like, look, I said, look, I said, look. I said, man, I said, we got to stay together. I said, don't nobody run. Nobody run. I don't give a fuck what happens. We going to get mopped up together. Somebody run, we going to have a problem. Like, niggas, the little Jamaican nigga was like, oh, I didn't even, like, he was like, what the fuck did I get myself into? I'm not even RSO. He's like, I'm not even RSO. We wasn't in that mode. They just identified him, so I walked over to him. No, no, because your man came and was like, Ice-T want to holler at so I said, I'm going to go. He was like, yeah, I said, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to go talk to the OG. We went over there. I talked. And i never forget this. And you said this. You was like, look, man, 
I ain't got no beef or nothing, man. He says, man, you see these niggas? That's the Grave Street. This, that, that, that. And I'm looking out. I'm like, yeah. You know, I'm looking <laughs> yeah, at it like, it. yeah, I see it. He's like, man, fuck that. He's like, let's go kill some cops together. <laughs> he said that. That's what he said. Yeah. Like, you remember that? I was like going to shit like, look, man. I'm not, my beef is not said. with you. That's all. My beef is not with you. And, I, and, I, and, I, and also, I never... I never, I never really took secondhand information. Right. You know, if somebody say you said something, right. well, then I'm gonna get you, and I'm gonna see if you'll say it again. Yeah. You know, because yeah. that because niggas get killed over secondhand right. information. Right. It wasn't real. Yeah, so if I can't walk up to Ben and say, "Yo, what's really good?" But right. I was really more or less like. I ain't mad, man. Shit went bad. When my shit got banned, shit went bad for a lot of people, you know, and I, I, everybody said it was my fault, but I'm like, yo, this shit is real, right? We're real. Like, so if you guys is heated at the cops, then let's go get down. Because I was always like that with niggas. I'm like, you so quick. You kill another homie over an orange soda, but when they come, you run. Like, That's real. where's your gangster and at? It's if still you real to this day. It's still yeah. like that. They had the American flag with all red and blue, remember? The, the stage yeah. turned. Yeah. Like, that was history. Yeah. A lot of people didn't even like that wasn't documented but you had the Bloods and Crips on yeah. stage they, they had an American from big flag it was big it was about as many niggas more than here right, on stage right here. Yeah, yeah my bad so it was it, I mean it was that, that was an ill moment it I was a moment where LA was trying and I commend you for that because yeah. that was big to do that. that that hadn't been done before as far as I knew you know I wanted to try to get the LA gangs to 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 stop killing each other, I still do. And this is like all in the same gang. No, era? this is during the '92. This is a truce. When we, we, we was truces, what's going so on? So that's prior to that. Or that's after? And why were you on that record? Game. What? No, that was after. I was on all in the same game. Oh, you were? And that was after all in the same game. Yeah, but you was the reason Boston started when when Colors came out. He was on that. That's when everything started going crazy. After after Colors came out, everything started going. Everything started going like in same thing with Boston when Colors came out. Then that's when really I noticed Boston started ganging up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was right after Colors. Colors, like, I mean, niggas was beefing in movie theaters. Niggas was going crazy when that shit came out. You know what I'm saying? You know, the thing of it is with me, man, it's like, oh, damn, I just remember the I'm word. responsible for a lot of negative shit that happened, but really, I've always been the person that's really tried to get peace, you know, at the end of the day. My messages can be misconstrued, you know, because I can go into that mode, but... That's not really my get down. My get down is not that. And when people meet me, they go, wow, you're so mild-mannered. You're so cool. You know, where's all this gangster shit come from? I say, well, people like me are the ones you got to look out for. You dig? It's the, guy, the nigga walking around talking all tough and shit like that. He doesn't have any Quiet. power. That's why I don't understand why Donald Trump, now that he has all this power, he needs to calm the fuck right. down. Right. Right. Relax. Relax. Yeah, relax. 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 Because relax. When, you have, when you have relax. that ability, then you don't need to raise your voice. Wait, you don't mute him on Twitter. You, like just, you, you can <laughs> just become calm because... It's, it's, it's nothing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, a lot of now, niggas see me now, and they, I'm not the normal rapper. They like, why you ain't woo-woo? Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't need to be like so, that, yeah, you know? Rah, rah. It's, that's all that extra shit, right, yeah, Ben? Yeah. That's just over. At it's this, over. It's a different life. It's a different, different time. Point. We all different, grown up with kids. But the now. same shit can happen. Niggas can bring it's the gravity quick. smart. I just want to... I just want to do a real nigga appreciation. I seen my brother Ching Bing is here. My brother B Show is here. I just want to. Well, uh, Diego, uh, Benzino. This is a great Capone. podcast going on right Yo, here. Yo, Ice T. You know what? Ice, I can't thank you enough. I can never thank you enough for anything you ever did. Because you know what? 
I can never repay you for anything you ever did. Let me tell me. you something. Wait, relax. For the culture. For the culture. LST was a breaking too, man. I got you. I got you. <laughs> listen, listen. I can never repay you for anything you ever did to me. It's a breaking And you know how I repay you with that? I repay you with that is because I always do something for somebody who can never repay me. That's the game. That's real talk. That's real Pay it forward. That's real talk. Pay it forward. Because you're so big. I can't even, it's nothing I can ever offer you. I can never offer you money. I can never offer you anything. All I can offer you is real friendship. But it's always a treat when players meet. It's always a treat when you get around cats of your own caliber and you can chop it up and ain't nobody bragging and talking about that Mm. unnecessary shit. Because at some point, everybody has everything. So there's nothing to brag about now because we all have everything. So now, what what are you talking about? What have you done? What What are you giving back? You know, that's how really wealthy people brag, you know, that they talk about how much money they gave away. Yeah. It's not what they have, because we all got the yachts and books. So what are you giving? Oh, I'm giving away $10 million this year. I gave back $50 million. That's why. That's how the ballers brag. Yeah. You know, we still on the nigga side trying to get something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We ain't there yet. But my thing is... If Ice-T is really just a person that is trying to show people there's no limits. Everywhere you want to go, you can do it. We all come from the hood, and you set your own limits. You know, if you listen to the crowd, you're going to end up with them. Right. You dig? You can just do whatever the fuck you want. And, uh, you know, you just got to drop a lot of that negative shit. You just got to drop a lot of that boisterous arrogant shit that gets you shot. Right. And you get you you just learn to mellow out. Right. And all of us in this room should live as long as we want. We shouldn't go to prison, all that. We pass it. Once you get out of your twenties, that's the kill zone right there. If you make it out of that, there's but no now real- you're OG. So I'm just here's the problem. playing Xbox, Nori. That's all I do. I play Xbox. Here's the problem. I got a one-year-old daughter. Let me just say this and then I'm gonna end this, right? I'm gonna end I got this. a one-year-old daughter. Here's the problem. Congrats. Is they never expected us to make 21. Never. So now, after we make past 25, now they call us an OG. But back in the days, they used to call you an OG after 35, yeah. 40. But now they call you an OG at 25. <laughs> they used to call you an OG when you is that, is that messing up our community? I'm, or is it it? They I'm out of tune. Understand this, man. I'm on, a whole, I'm on another channel. Right. I'm on a channel that's like, called <laughs> Niggas I Fuck With. <laughs> I like that. And that's only people you, I can, care about. Can you send me that? Yeah, you on that. You on that. You <laughs> built in there. Send me that. App. I, and everything <laughs> else is irrelevant. And they can come up and they can learn. If they don't want to take advice, they can learn the way we learn. You dig what I'm saying? Might have to make a detour through the penitentiary, <laughs> but they gonna figure it out. Niggas and, and, I fuck with. Niggas I fuck with. And that's the only people that answer that. the phone. Let's make some noise, niggas I fuck with. <laughs> Let me just tell you something. I can never thank you for anything you ever did for me. That's real. And you continue to do it for me. <laughs> You've never fronted on me. I really, really appreciate everything. I really... Love you as a person. I love you as an artist. You already know that. I know. I, I I can guarantee you. When we go downstairs, I could probably know more lyrics than you know to your own shit. Stop it. No, no, no. Stop. I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm gonna stop. Quote yeah, comes I'm gonna stop. Because the way he called his verses, no, he really know his. Nah, he knows so shit. I'm not gonna take that challenge. But at the end of the day, Ice T. Big up to your beautiful wife, Coco. Yeah, yeah, everything's good. We're, we're not going to ask you no Coco questions and none of that. Because right. you know why? This is hip-hop shit. Right. right. Yeah, so you we can do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in love with right. hip-hop. You open that door. Yeah. You open that door yourself. You open 
that door. Sorry, but I big up to your wife. Um, uh, Chanel is in the building. I got a one-year-old daughter. Look, y'all, just beautiful. And yo, your daughter be having ice cream on like you. I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm just very fortunate to still be here, to still be in the game. I never wanted to be at the top of the game. I just always wanted to be in the game, just bubble, you know, and just chill. I'm, I'm about to turn 59. You know Damn, what I'm I didn't know that. My yeah. nigga, you don't know. Nigga, I'm standing the waist, handsome in the face. Nigga, you know what we do. I'm not going nowhere. You 51. 51. Yeah, I'm 59. Let's make some noise for the 50-year-old niggas in here. <laughs> so, so, so just from that age, just from my age, my perspective is going to be a little bit different. Of course. The people yeah. I grew up with is a little bit different. So yeah. that's kind of like, you know, you say you cut from a different cloth. I'm cut from a different cloth. So... I, 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 I hold that code, that all that. I've always held it. And I, I was telling them earlier, only thing you leave on earth is your, your reputation. Right. And, and respect that I've earned. So my kids, forget the money. Is it, is it, is it Jack, Jack Thriller? Yeah. Jack, Jack Thriller. Thriller. Tell him we coming down. We coming down. down. He don't get down. Yeah, tell him. Okay. But, but, but I mean it like this, right? The only thing that, that you have in life is your name and your respect and your right. honor. Mm-hmm. And with my kids, regardless how much money I can live in, it doesn't matter. If my son says, I'm Little Ice, and they say, your father was a sucker, then that's his life. He's going to live under that. So if I'm an honorable cat, people are going to look out for him. They're going to go, that's your dad. You know, the same way we look out for Big's kids, the same way we look out. And that's what I'm all about. It's about maintaining my, my respect and my honor for my kids. That's all. It ain't about the money. It's not that that shit. I, you know, all that shit comes and goes. It's all about that. As long as you a player has his health and his freedom, anything can happen. Right. If you have your health and your freedom, that's all that matters. So I'm at home playing Xbox, eating tacos. I take my black ass to law and order. I come back home. I mind my motherfucking business. I'm trying to stay the fuck out the way. I don't want to be on your blogs and none of that old bullshit. I'll pop out when I've got something to sell, when I'm pushing something. Other than that, I'm cool. I'm chilling. You know, because we all got everything we need. Remember this. We all got everything we need. It's all about now what you want. And and I can't tell you what you want. We got what we need. What do you need? A pair of pants, some shoes, a car, and rent, and food. That's all you need. Everything else is what you want. Right. That's all you need. But we got that. So your life is based around what you want. And and, and, and you don't know what I want. I might just want to chill and watch TV. From, from the bottom of my heart, and I'm going to speak for my, my partner as well. Both partners. Look, it's, it's kind of awkward. <laughs> this is a religious nah, experience here. One partner here. One partner here. Am I the oldest nigga in the room? But I'm the oldest nigga in here. So all y'all pay attention. But, but half of all of us, we want to thank you because you know what? And then and we also understand that you had started your podcast. Yeah. You had did your podcast, yeah, but little. you need to stop that and come with Drink Champ Network. I'm fucking with you. I yeah. did I did 59 episodes. I am final this level. is what we doing. I am Suge Knight and Puff Daddy together. I love it. If they had never had beef, if Suge Knight and Puff Daddy got together, this is what Drink Champ Network is. Let's make some noise. Come on, you never even heard that. 
Thank you so much, Ice. Because you know why, Ice? It's a Cuban goodbye. There really isn't no other platform of hip hop. No, we're niggas can We give real talk, but not only that, we we praise our legend. Right. Because every time in our game, after you get 10 years, you're finished. Yeah. And in every other music or genre of anything, after you get 10 years, you're a legend. Well, come on, man. But when you get 10 years in hip-hop, yeah. they say you old. Yeah, well, fuck it. It's and we don't want to do that because over here. That's another place. You know, my. I mean, if I met George Clinton, and I know George Clinton, we got how much money he got his in his pocket. He's, he's motherfucking George, George Clinton. Clinton. Absolutely. You got to, you know, and that's how, I mean, you know, I'm not a disrespectful cat, man. These people are very disrespectful. And just so you know, that's, that's you are hip-hop, our right? George Clinton <laughs> in hip-hop. Yeah. Let's make some fucking noise for ain't fucking Z. And not only that... You you made oh, the kids. Yeah. This is my kids. This is my children. Yeah. You, that's that's all of them are my children. All of them. They might not look like it, but they all are my children. That's dope. That's all my children. But What's up, you are the George Clinton of our hip hop, and we're gonna continue to praise you, up, keep you alive, yeah. come here, and come make here, sure we love you. Thank you, Nori. God damn, Ice T. Make some noise. Drink it. What's, what's, what's like my little nephew right here, boy? That is in there. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 